Time to grab a snack, pull up a chair, and pass the remote. I'm James Chalmers, and with me, as always, are my wonderful co hosts, that's a good start, Tina Chalmers. Hello! And Nick Owen. Good evening. And this week, there'll be no interruptions by birds, hopefully. Fingers oh, crossed. Let's hope so. <laughs> Fingers crossed emoji. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just cross those little talons. Yeah. Uh, how have we been, guys? Yeah, very good. Warm weather kicking in, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, that Australian summer is starting to. It sounds like not even summer yet, but it's. Well, apparently, it's the longest. Uh, sorry, it's the hottest week in November we've had for like 150 oh, years or something golly. like that. Yeah. There you go. And I don't know if it's just me, but it feels like it's been really hu- like humid. Yeah, 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 like, yeah, absolutely. Over the weekend as well, Saturday, it was mm. hot. And then like I was in the city and it was pissing down. Mm, yeah, it's gross. It's just, yeah. What are we, Queensland? It's, God. Yeah, we're bloody, not gross like Queensland. Bloody yeah. rugby and 4 Yeah, yeah, you know. <laughs> Cool, sounds like we're all good then. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How are you, James? Uh, also good. Just uh, still watching my movies, trying to catch up. I'm almost, I'm almost like mm. level again. It's a mighty effort. It's a, it's a big job, but someone has to do it, guys. And I've tasked myself with it. So I'm getting ever so close. Did I crack fifty this week? Forty-nine. I nice. Mean. So one more to like the big five-zero. I feel like now that we're in the final stages of it, like now that I'm really counting down, I think maybe. Towards end, I'll stop updating people, and then I can leave it as a mystery, and then like I can hopefully yeah. do a big reveal. Like I did make it, yeah. as opposed to like you know that big build up. We're I did. gonna be spending New Year's Eve just like watching <laughs> yeah. forty movies in a night. Nah, no we? way. You'll I have think... like three TVs <laughs> yeah. up at the same time, and <laughs> you'll like, like and like on his on phone as well. Like that. I um, well, yeah. we do go to the movies every New Year's Eve, so it's a do tri- we? yeah, we do. Last year we saw Moana, yeah, and the year before we saw Star Wars. Yeah, so that's two years. Yeah, it's a running tradition. It's a Charmers family tradition that our, the new Charmers family has started. Oh, okay. So have you watched any movies twice this year? Um, no. I've re-watched movies that I've watched in previous years. Yeah. So like... Oh, yeah, so that, oh, that's what I'd include as well. Like, tw- as in twice. Like, they, any... There have been a couple yeah. of rewatches. I think my rewatch list is still under 10. I'm not sure. But there is a couple where it was unavoidable. Like, when we were in America, like, I chuck on the... If we chucked on the TV, I was like, oh, Incredibles is on. Well... I'm not going to not yeah. watch Incredibles. We have an hour and a half to kill because we got snowed in. Mm. So let's watch the Incredibles. And like, are they on your list? or They're on my list. Yeah. I, the idea was to kind of you know, try and supersede them, but yeah. we'll see how we go. Yeah, like, yeah, if I can count them as well. Um, I think next year what I'll do is is either keep two lists or just like put the new ones in bold or something because I'd just be interested to see how many well, I watch in a year. I, on, I honestly just wrote like rewatch next to stuff that I'd re- that I yeah. hadn't seen before. Um yeah, like the the next task would be obviously for the end of the year is to then go through and see everything that's from this year and separate it so I can mm. find my my top ten or, yeah. or whatever we were talking about. Um, and next year I won't be doing three sixty five movies. Yeah, I um I would like to try and go to the movies as regularly, if not more regularly. I've really been enjoying the cinematic experience, like getting back into going to cinemas mm. 
just to see a movie. It doesn't matter what it is. I just to get out and try new things. So um, that'll be my kind of movie goal mm. next year. But enough of that nonsense. That's a little. <laughs> that's just a little banter to start the show <laughs> off. Tina, you've been very quiet. Do you want to add anything? Uh, I've just been busy with work. Yeah. Busy, busy, busy. Is it report writing season? Yes, it is. They're due next Wednesday, which I was freaking out because I thought they were due this Wednesday, which mm. is today. I was like, ah, yeah. I haven't even started yet. Yeah, I think that, um, that panic seems to be universal to teachers. Yeah, I was hanging absolutely. Out with and for some stupid reason, semester one you get a report writing day, but semester two you don't. Oh, really? Maybe yeah. it's like end of the year will flog them to death. Yeah. Or, like, I think they think that you're going to use Melbourne Cup Day as a report writing day, but that's not a guaranteed, like, you know. And, you know, the wedding and everything like that. Loki's just trying to... He's clawing his way up. Like, he was just sitting on your lap, and then one paw hit the table, then the second one. And now half of his body was across the table at one point. He just wants to be a little pup caster. you're, You're the head of the... Mafia, aren't you? He's going to review Cats yeah. vs. Dogs or whatever that film was. <laughs> his, like, cats and dogs. He's like, with the dogs on screen, it was great. The cats <laughs> you know, really brought it down for what me. Are you gonna, what are you going to watch? Loki? Napoleon? Are you going to watch... Um, What's that? What's that other one? Beethoven. Beethoven. Yeah. yeah, Beethoven. Air Bud. Watch the Air Bud series, Loki. Beverly Hills Chihuahua. Yeah. He does react to dog movies. Yeah, like, if, there's, if there's dog movies on... He will look at them and get confused and be trying to figure out how they're in the big glowing square. Mm. Yeah. And then if someone's mean to a dog, if a dog cries, he barks oh, like yeah. to protect them. Justice. Yeah. He wants yeah. dog justice. Yeah, he does want dog justice. Uh, let's dive into that. He's just looking at me <laughs> like, don't patronise me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's dive into the news, shall we? I don't have a whole heap, um, but it's all very, very similar. Uh, so let's start off oh, with... Oh, I had some news and I forgot what it was. Well, think about it, and yeah. if it comes up, or if you remember it while we're talking, even if it, even if we're in the middle of a review and you're going to be like, oh, I remember that news, just shout it out. We're not pros or anything, so... <laughs> um, so we're going to talk DC news. That's probably the, most of the news I have this week, um, because a certain movie came out last week. Um, the rumours have been flying around that Affleck wants <laughs> to quit being Batman. We've heard that a while. Um... Matt Reeves, the guy who's directing the, ne- the next Batman film, has said that if Affleck doesn't want the role, he already knows who he wants. He wants Jake Gyllenhaal. Mm. Oh, okay. I see that. Yeah. I don't mind it because... Are they similar age? No, I think he's got about 10 years on Gyllenhaal. Okay. Gyllenhaal just has been around so long, I always think he must be like around 40, but... Yeah, like uh, their start time was very similar. Yeah. Uh, I can see that, but I'd be very disappointed. I'm okay with it. At first, I was, I was like, oh, I don't know if it feels... So young, but then like I watched movies, if you watch movies like Prisoners, um, or Nightcrawler, mm. or like, a lot of his later stuff as well, Gyllenhaal's gotten like real mature, like really mature with his acting, and has like this real cool darkness to it, so I could see him do Batman, like, uh, it wouldn't be my first choice either, but it would, my disappointment would be more, I think he'd be a fine replacement, I just, I think, feel like Ben Affleck would be, it feels like unfinished business, don't you think? Yeah. It's it's tough, especially when you look at someone like Robert Downey, because he's like you know you can't stay around forever. He's done two movies yeah. and like a cameo, whereas Robert Downey has been Iron Man ten times in ten years or yeah, something. Like he's yeah. been around since the beginning and has no signs of slowing down. So it's a bit tough. I think it's just he's in a universe that's been getting a lot more criticism, and the guy went through that once in the mid two thousands, and now he's going through it all again. It's like yeah, I although just... I quite often find that people will say he's. One of the highlights of it. So hopefully he's not copping too much heat for it. Yeah. Well, he's, he's contractually obligated to do one more. So 
It could be the Flash movie, Flashpoint. It could be the Batman movie. We don't know yet. <clears throat> it would make sense if he wants to leave to do it in Flashpoint because then you can just recast him at the end of that movie. Mm. So, we'll see. Um, speaking of which, it has been confirmed that Batman is supposed to be in the Flashpoint movie, so that might be when he goes. Uh, that was my next little bit of news that was segued so well. Um, the producer of Justice League, I can't remember his name, but he's been on like all the the circuits like recently promoting it, uh, has said that he wants to try and get a Martian Manhunter film going, which I'm all for. Um, that's all. That's a little bit of news. Uh, what else we got for DC? Uh, there's a Harley Quinn animated series coming. So, oh, is it? Yeah, they oh, just announced cool. this yesterday, uh, today actually. Uh, so I don't know when development starts, but the plan is to do a Harley Quinn cartoon series, which makes sense. Like the characters yeah. are immensely popular. Mm. It'd be good to get something that you know, kind of kids can gravitate towards. Um, I remember my news. Do you? Do you yes. want to say it now? No, you finish your point. Um, well, I'll do one more DC one, and then we'll jump to your news if you like. Yep. Um, the last thing is that next week is the big DC TV crossover. So Flash, Supergirl, Legends of Tomorrow, and Arrow. The big crisis on Earth X. They had some trailers come out. You see. Uh, Supergirl with a Nazi suit on. Oh, cool! It's not it's not a SWAT sticker, but it is the SS. Like yeah. it's two like the S, like the yeah. Yeah. Um, bizarre. Well, it's, yeah, it's the evil version. So. Oh, okay. Um, no, it's a good Nazi. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know all those good Nazis. Reverse Flash. The last last time we'll see Captain Cold ever probably, and he's in his comic book costume, so they've changed it a little bit more. Um, but just speaking on DC TV for a second. Let's talk about Flash this year. I feel like... Well, Luna... Hey! Luna shares my sentiments. I feel like Flash this year is kind of not as good. Right? Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of a bit floppy. I like... Is that a pun? Because of the Elastic Man? Or no? Oh, <laughs> Elongated yeah. Man? I thought the first couple of episodes were really good. I... And I... Yeah. Now, now I'm just getting sick of... Like elongated man, I feel like yeah. not, not doing much. Although we get this episode that dropped today is the big villain reveal. Like we're gonna see his like past and stuff. So maybe it'll pick up. I just feel like it's all been like last season was so dark. Let's be all happy and and funny and stuff. Yeah, but the darkness creates intrigue and interest, and you can have light with dark. You don't have to go one to the other. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know. Hopefully, look, we're only five episodes in. There's plenty of time to. I just feel like I don't find Grant Gustin's acting in this series genuine. I think it's because he's playing it so light. Like, the first cut, yeah. the first two seasons, uh, the first season in is very light, but it is also grounded with the fact that he's trying to investigate his mother's murder. Like, so you have yeah. that. So he can enjoy being a superhero, but there is something kind of driving and like, stuff. It was so awesome because he came back and he was all, like, troubled and he was, like, talking this weird language and writing these weird things and then it was like, oh, Iris, and it changed. He changed mm. like back to normal, mm. and I was like, oh, "No, I don't believe that. I think something weird is going on." And no, he just is back to normal. Yeah, and I didn't really like. And the... I was like, "That's a bit shit." And I love Tom Kavanagh as Harrison Wells, but I didn't like the three Wells they gave us last week. Yeah, like I thought German Wells like was ridiculous. Poorly done. I don't, no, I thought his accent was fine. Like for no. t- for TV of that caliber. I thought it was fine. Any actor should be able to do a German accent. But I just felt like there was nothing to it, and like I didn't like his Mad Max Wells. And I preferred that over the other three. And then there was like the Womanizer one. And I was yeah. like, just I don't know. I just didn't dig any of it. I just I prefer. You know, I don't know. I prefer like 
all the other different worlds we've had previously, like even HR, who I hated, mm. like at least made sense. Like there's yeah. just like, we've put him through a costume filter and this is yeah. who's characters. It's like, mm-hmm. no, like, so it feels like they're really trying to make it fun and funny and I think it's just kind of going overboard. I don't think it needs to be. No, I don't think so either. I mean, I know they've had some trouble um, behind the scenes recently with some other, like some horrible things and stuff, but... <laughs> this little grump just spiked in my recording. <laughs> Um, you just be like, oh, excuse me, yeah, coughed. yeah. So um, I don't know. I still like, still like the show. I still love the show, and I'm hoping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I still think there's probably more good episodes than bad episodes. Like, I like the Lady Luck episode. Yeah, I like that episode. Um, I liked the first episode, and what was the second one? Well, that was the guy who could like download viruses into people. That was okay. Oh, that was awful. No, I thought it was okay. Like, awful. I didn't, I didn't think he was good, but I thought there was still good stuff in it. Oh. What's our, can I ask what season they're up to now? This is season four. For, um, it's pretty tough for shows to get four quality seasons, mm. to be honest. Yeah, like, that's true. I would agree. You I think about some of the best shows ever. I would actually say that the show has been declining. Like season one, I think, is still the best, and then season two. and that's, I think, like, in order of release, it's the, the way it declines. Whereas Arrow kind of starts off weak, gets really strong, then gets weak, <laughs> kind of gets better, kind of plateaus, <laughs> and I have only watched one episode of this mm. season, so... Um, and I haven't watched any Supergirl yet. And like with that, that big crossover next week, so I'm totally unprepared for all the other episodes. But that's okay. Um, Alright, I'm going to take a break in my news. We'll jump into your news. Yep, so my news is that the title for Fantastic Beasts 2 has come Oh, out. I did hear this, but I didn't write it down. Yes. Uh, so, and a lineup for Fantastic Beasts 2 has come up out. So, uh, first of all, people are up in arms because Johnny Depp is still... Um, Grindelwald, and I'm going to get back to that in a second. No, you can have it. I'm going to get back to that in a second, because I actually have a uh, comment to make. Um, And I want to see what you guys think when I make that comment. Sure. Uh, But yeah, so the title for Fantastic Beast 2 is called The Crimes of Grindelwald. I heard this. Not a great title. No, it's not a great title. Um, But it's interesting in the title that they actually put the Deathly Hallows as well. So like the way Mm. that it's written out, it looks like the Deathly Hallows. Can I just, I just want to pause right there. Mm -hmm. What does Grindelwald have to do with Fantastic Beasts? Yeah, I know, right? Like, why can't they do what Star Wars did and just do a spin-off movie about Grindelwald? Yeah. Like, because they're going to make movies, they're not going to stop making these movies, obviously. Like, Warner Brothers needs to make money from a franchise. Yeah. So they're like, and that's not fair, they make, they've got plenty of good franchises. But, like, they're obviously going to bring this part of thing till the end, as, as far as I can go. Yeah. Instead of making part of Fantastic Beasts, or instead of doing a Fantastic Beasts franchise, yeah. they could just start a Fantastic Beasts movie, not the one we got last year, mm. like, just kind of set up that world, and that can be your Fantastic Beasts movie. Do a Grindelwald film, as we said, as I've been saying since this got announced. Yeah. World War Two film, Dumbledore fighting Nazis. Do that <laughs> yeah. one. Um, but like, I mean, even if you don't and like, like this, this is the thing because Newt Scamander is our is our lead. Does this then mean that he, he's going to be fighting the Grindelwald alongside Dumbledore? And I can't see like, how he won't I be. Don't, but the, what has he got to do with it? And it's you never been mentioned I mean? in he's the books. He's literally a. Like, uh, uh, Zoologist, yeah, sort of thing. Imagine. Well, he would have. I mean, maybe like if Grindelwald, like, because they talk about how, I mean, in the books, Voldemort, you know, had giants and all these dark creatures on his side. So maybe yeah. he's so used. Yeah. So yeah. I can see we how. We don't know the history of Grindelwald. So no, maybe... I can see how they would use him, but at the same time, <laughs> I would say, feel like Newt Scamander would have come up as someone who worked with Dumbledore mm. in those books. So those books aren't light. Do you know what I mean they're very dense? Like they go mm. into stuff. 
but I don't care about it at all, like the history of red caps and... Kinky punks. Yeah, like, if they're talking about that stuff, I know they don't care, it's fascinating, but it's not integral to the plot. So if that's not integral to the plot, why would they leave out, oh, by the way, <laughs> Newt Scamander helped, you know... Yeah, exactly. Like, Dumbledore. to me, yeah. Newt Scamander is literally like... And why wasn't he part of the Order of the Phoenix, even yeah. the original one? do you know what I mean? Um, so yeah, so it's called the crimes, the crimes against Grindelwald, um, and people are up in arms because Johnny, De- Johnny Depp is still cast as Grindelwald oh, because they nice. believe that um, uh, that because of his um, history of sexual abuse towards Amber Heard, mm. um, he should be stripped of his role. No, and that's that not why they're saying me, that. Like, I know, like, that that's that's the ex- what a lot of people are saying on Twitter. That's the excuse they're using, but they just got annoyed when he showed up in that last film. Look. I agree. Like, mm. even if he did do that to Amber Heard, like, or any woman, like, that's unacceptable, and you should be stripped of your, of all titles. Like, you know, everyone's well, getting, people are getting put into movie jail right now because of what they've been doing to women. Well, this is my question. Yeah. Okay, so my question that I put forth to you guys is, um, do you think that the stripping of your job has anything to do with, um being an abuser. So what I mean by that is like, you know, okay, so um, uh, the way that Johnny Depp is being punished, well, the idea is that the way that he should be punished for, um, you know, hitting Amber Heard is by not being cast in a movie. Well, shouldn't, what, how do the two correlate together is my question for you guys. Maybe should there, should there be like, um, what, what should be the consequence? Should the consequence be jail time or should the consequence be something yeah, else I think the rather consequence... than you're seeing this a lot in Hollywood like a lot of people like the Kevin Spacey thing yeah he was in House of Cards and then House of Cards dropped him mm. but the thing is his role and his job in House of Cards has nothing to do with his abuse mm. so then well I does... think it, that one's mm. a little bit different because the, the crimes that he was accused of committing the statute of limitations had ended so they're kind of like, we need to punish him somehow. Because yeah. he, so in that situation, I mean, I don't necessarily agree. I, I don't know how I feel about that. Like, it's kind of, it's, it's a weird one. But for something that's current like that, it's like, hey, go through the system like everyone else. Mm. Like, if I hit you, I would expect to get arrested. Or You wouldn't lose your job at JB Hi-Fi. Oh, you do, do, no, no, you don't no. work at JB Hi-Fi. No, I've always, I've always said oh, okay. yeah. uh, If I had a... No, I think when you get... If you have a criminal record, if you do get incarcerated, you can... You can lose your job, yeah, but yeah. it's not necessarily because of the crime. It's more because, yeah. hey, you have to take four years off because you're in jail. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it's, most businesses will protect, you know, your job if you go on maternity leave. Yeah. They're not so inclined to that if you punch yes. someone and get yes, arrested. Yes, like, yes, that's right. But yeah, no, so that's just sort of like, I don't disagree with it. Mm. I reckon, you know, like, and that's the thing, like, obviously the company that uh, all the movies uh, that are being made where this is happening, so for instance... Um, what's the company that makes House of Cards? Netflix. Netflix. Um, so, you know, Netflix obviously doesn't want Kevin Spacey as a representative mm. of them, so yeah. that's why they've pulled him, which I totally get, yeah. I totally understand, and I agree with, and I don't, and I, I'm not saying that I disagree with him being mm. fired for what he's done, but I'm just thinking to myself, it just sort of made me go, when I was looking through those tweets about Johnny Depp, I could just kind of went, well... In reality, his job has nothing to do with what he did. I do agree. I think it's so one of those things. So, it's, uh, like, I was always, sorry to interrupt, no, you're right. you but were I was always one of those things where it was like, you know, make the punishment fit the crime sort of thing. So I agree. get somebody else to punch him in the face. Get Amber Heard to punch yeah. him in the face and, and um, get um, a 15-year-old 
17-year-old boy to rape Kevin Spacey? <laughs> Whoa, okay. Tempt to, anyway. Yeah. Um, well, I think the thing is, it comes down to, I think with a lot of these companies, I, I'm quite cynical about this, but like, Netflix don't give a shit. They just don't, yeah. they want to look like they're out in front of this. Absolutely. And like, yeah. So, so that's like, it's really, it's a supply and demand thing. Yes. And to me, they, then they don't have like, you shouldn't be punishing Kevin Spacey mm. by not putting him in films. Mm. Like that's not a punishment. Mm. That's a business decision mm. because if they make Netflix season five or six, whatever mm. the next one is, and no one watches it, that's just a bad business. Yeah, that's right. So, so if, if they come out and said like, we don't want to associate with someone like that. Mm. Absolutely. But yeah, mm. I, I tend to, oh, I don't know if you were saying yes or no to that, but I think like, put Johnny Depp in the next movie. Mm. If five people go see it, you'd be like, all right, well, this is... And it won't. It will mm. never happen because yeah. honestly, like, once the news dies down, 90% of people don't care anymore. Mm. And like, I'm not saying that's the right yeah. thing, but it's true. Like, look at, look at Mel Gibson. 10 years ago, mm. no one would give him a job because he yelled racial slurs, mm-hmm. he was like sexist. Yeah. He just got nominated for Academy Award last year because yeah. he's done his time, like, and not yeah. in prison because you can't get in prison for the things he did. But like, people like, just forgot or got over it. Like, you know, it's been 10 years, he's done his time. And I think that's one of the problems in Hollywood. We said we were going to get philosophical, but we did. Um, is that people aren't being treated like regular people in that and business. This is the other... Sorry to interrupt, like, but can I just make one yeah. comment that ad- adds to that? is that Kevin Spacey is getting pulled from, from House of Cards. What other punishment is he receiving? He's not mm. going to jail. He's not getting fined. He's not going through the legal system. Well, again, like because of the statute of limitations, I don't think he can be punished now. Like, I don't think there is a Well, word. then, okay, for example, then what happened to Johnny Depp? See, I don't know I enough think about was, this. I think it was settled. Yeah, mm. but, that, but in the eyes of the law, if she raises these claims in, mm. a, in a civil court, I guess, rather than like a criminal... Yeah. Then that is, and and they settle. She's basically said it's done. So yeah, it's done. It's something like, like that. It's yeah. as if it didn't happen. Now I know it um, did, but like if if you take money for yeah. that, that's that's the punishment. Mm. It's like uh, if if Johnny Depp did a year in jail for that, he's clean when he yeah, gets out. Yeah, yeah, he yeah, doesn't steal. Right. He's yeah, not still no, right. a, a criminal. I guess yeah. he is in the sense where you'd be like, oh, he's, yeah. a, he's a scumbag criminal. But like, well, then I'm the, trying to think of well, uh, then for example, because I'm trying to think of an example where it hasn't settled. Um, so, like, then Harvey Weinstein, for example. Yeah. So, like, for instance, he's been pulled, but then, and, and so it's all his job related, yeah. but has he actually received any criminal. I don't think so. Do I don't you know, know I mean? if he sort of actually thing? did anything illegal, very mm. morally fucked up, but I think he was. No, no, no. Because sexual. No, sexual assault. It's, oh, it's, he was. Sexual he was. Assault. If you, was, if you expose yourself to someone... Yeah, at the very least, it's... Yeah. yeah, I thought it was more power-based, which no, I don't no. know if that's illegal, is it? It's just... It's like... And he, apparently he was forcing himself on people as well, so he definitely yeah, did. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know. Mm. Um, and it's one of those things where it's like, okay, he doesn't have a job anymore, he will never work again. But the guy was... He's still got millions and exactly. billions and billions of dollars. I think the thing that they need to do is they just need to start treating celebrities yep. like regular people. Like, yeah. if you hit someone... Go to you got to go to court. Like yep. I'm sorry. Like and if the court rules in your favour, that sucks. But it's over. Like that's, that's, that's exactly right. Taking people out, taking people out of a job isn't the right way to yeah. punish people. Because that's that, what I was trying. Because it's at. also kind of like it's such a weird line to walk. To walk, but it's kind of also like, well, that's not fair. Like you can't take someone's livelihood or income away because they did something you disagree with. They have to be 
tried mm. fairly. Like, and I also and think let the court like rule the punishment. That, that's exactly right. And I also think like, who are these c- companies to be deciding punishment? Mm. Because like, what happens if um, someone comes out and just says that like Leo abused me ten years ago? It didn't mm. happen. Yeah, and she sold someone's like sold a story. Mm. I know that's unlikely in this climate, and like, it's not a very you know, you wouldn't think any, you wouldn't like to think anyone would actually lie about stuff like that. But if someone does, mm. and then and then like Scorsese is like, right, well, I'm never doing a film with him. No one's going to imply Leonardo DiCaprio. Mm. Like, um, that's not really like yeah. anyone's place to say that, is it? Well, yeah. It's not true. You've just tarnished someone's reputation, like ruined their livelihood. Mm. So it's it's a very murky area. Yeah, it's not a it's it's not an easy one to be black and white about. But I think you kind of. Junior, at least in terms of punishment, mm. you do need black and white. Like, take them, like, charge them, mm. charge them with it, and have them try it. And then, and you know, it's very easy for me to say, you know, comfortably in my chair in front of my table where I have no criminal activity to mm. deal with at all. Yeah. But I think that's the point that everyone's missing. Like Chris Brown beat Rihanna multiple times, and they broke up, and they got back together, and he beat her again. Like. Mm. Just, yeah, but he got taken to court and stuff like that. Okay, he did. Okay, well, that's different, but um, still. Like... So, yeah, so that's what I was just, like, I just sort of, like, as I was going through Twitter, I was like, ooh, I, thought, I think it's a bit of a weird punishment if he gets pulled from the movie because of what he did. I was like, shouldn't his punishment be more like he goes to jail because yeah. of what he did? Mm-hmm. Like, the one, the case we talked about a few, about a month ago, the Andy Signor guy from Screen Junkies, punishment made sense. He was sexually abusing people he worked with, people who worked under him, mm. fans of the show, like, he, he was abusing everyone. Get that guy out of that company. Mm. Still haven't tried, but that was, that makes sense. Like, you can't have someone taken out of, <laughs> out of a business or out of a, of a movie set because of suspicions. Like, you need mm. to... Have proof. Yeah. Yes. It's, it's, I mean, look, it's, it's murky. Mm. It's murky, and it's very easy for us to say, but... But yeah, uh-huh. long story short, the new Fantastic Beast movie is called The Crimes of Grindelwald, which everybody thought was funny because it was like, ah, the crimes of Grindelwald are he beat his wife. Yeah. Because, yeah. you know, a that's joke. a joke. I'm not a big fan of that title. Yeah. Mm. Um, cool. Well, let's go to some better news. Um, the Good Place just got renewed for season three. Oh, nice. Which is awesome. Season two still hasn't finished, but they've been picked up for a third season. It got announced today. I'm very excited because I love that show. Um, something that did not get renewed. Um, remember Universal's Dark Universe? Mm-hmm. It started with The Mummy, or technically with Dracula Untold, but The Mummy was launching it, and they made logos and titles and everything for it. They only did like, a big movie universe and then like bring them all together. That's done. It's they've cancelled it. It's cancelled. Oh, no. They made one movie, didn't do well, and they've cancelled it. Poor Tom. <laughs> Is anyone with Tom right now? I want to go to comfort him. Console him? Yeah. Uh, no. I don't know. He's fine. He's making plenty of Scientology money, so... Um, that is surprising. I know, why wouldn't you just, like, hey, instead of... Oh, is this, like, The Mummy? Yeah. 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 So they're doing, like... So, they're not, so we're not going to see Van Helsing? They weren't doing Van Helsing. Oh, they they're weren't. doing... I think they'd cast Van Helsing for a Dracula movie, but they're doing Bride of Frankenstein, oh, in, Invisible Man, Creature from the Black Lagoon, which to me is, like, instead of cancelling Universe, yeah. just look at your slate... Find the ones, like, you, I think they spent like $80 million in that Mummy movie or something, probably more. It's like Jason Blum, the guy who did, like, Paranormal Activity, and he's, like, the horror guy in, in Hollywood now. Like, he's literally the only guy doing horror movies well. Get him to step in, because he makes all those films on a low budget. Like, mm. I think his most expensive film was, like, $8 million. Like, he keeps it so low. 
Get him to come in. You can make a creature for like Black Lagoon movie for under $10 million. Same with Bride and Frankenstein. Like, you can do all these ones. It doesn't have to be big CGI effects and, you know, all these huge stars. Like, and that means it, like, Johnny Depp was in those two Kevin Smith films. He got paid almost nothing for them, but he was just like, I want to do something different. Like, mm. you can do these characters well. You don't have to spend hundreds of millions of dollars, but don't cancel it because how much money have you spent on them already? Like, I don't know, it's a weird investment. Yeah, those, but... I, I'm just surprised that they were so gun-shy about it. Like, yeah, it wasn't a great start, but you got to believe in your product and think you can recover from that. Yeah, it's... <clears throat> what a bunch of dopes. Yeah. Um, Arrested Development Season 5 has apparently wrapped. I didn't oh, even, wow. I didn't that even know that sta- I didn't even know they'd start shooting yet, but apparently it's all done. Um, so I'll keep an eye out to make sure that is true, but apparently they're all done, which is good. I'm looking forward to it. The season's meant to be like a murder mystery show, so... I'm down. Hopefully it'll be better than season four. Um, they should give Tobias... Like, they should have David Cross rock his big beard. Like, yeah, And have great. Tobias have gone crazy. Mm. Like, that'd be what I would do. Uh, and then just two little bits of Marvel news. Uh, Luke Cage season two has finished shooting. They're all wrapped. So I think they've got two shows in the bag and the third one about to... Two more about to start. Jessica Jones season two and Luke Cage are both wrapped. And Iron Fist and Daredevil are about to start. Mm. And Punisher just started last week, which I haven't watched yet at all. No, I haven't watched but it But apparently yet. it's really good. I had the opposite. Oh, really? Mm. Oh, I guess it's one of those, one of those shows then. It's very divisive. Yeah. Um, and Ant-Man and the Wasp, the sequel to Ant-Man, has also wrapped. So Long time coming. Well, that's the third and final Marvel film for next year. Like all, So all three Marvel films are now finished. Um, for next year, which is cool. Well, Black Panther's early in the year, isn't it? Black Panther's February. Then in May, we get Avengers Infinity yeah. War. And then in July, I think it's Ant-Man and the yeah. Wasp. So, yeah. Is there a trailer for Infinity War yet? No, just the leaked footage, which you can find, but it's not great. People are saying any day now we should, or any time now we should get an Infinity <laughs> War trailer. People think maybe Star Wars week, because yeah. that's, that's another big Disney property, and that'd be a good trailer to put in front of the movie mm. when it opens in America. Mm. So, we should be getting one soon. Apparently, uh, I think one of the producers had seen the trailer. No. Was it Don Cheadle? Someone. Someone affiliated with the film saw the trailer and they're like, it's nuts. Like, it's not the Comic-Con mm. footage, but it's crazy. Like, it's a great trailer. Mm. So, which they're inclined to do, I guess. But I would yeah. argue, yeah. Um, Tina and I actually just started playing the Lego Marvel Super Heroes 2 game the other day mm. as well. So really awesome. Good. Like, first yeah, mission you play as the good. Guardians. It's great. Oh, cool. Yeah. Um, that is it for the news, unless you have anything to add. Uh, no, I'm keeping my head out of the movie news at the moment. So. Yeah, I've been keeping... like, And there are other stories I've chosen not to. Like we said last week, we're going to try and avoid the more horrible stuff, because at this point, it's like, we get it. Like, last year was like, when we see a celebrity's name, generally meant they died. This year, it's like, Scandal. they did something worse than die. Yeah. Like, and I ruined it by bringing up Johnny Depp. That's okay, because, I mean, look, first of all... What he did was horrible, but it's not as horrible as some of the other things that have been and going on. I ruined on. it by bringing it up again. <laughs> uh, it's all good because it was a good, like it worked with what you're talking about. I, I suppose I am a little disappointed that they didn't. It was a bad idea to cast him, in my opinion. Yeah. And yeah. Then for I him honestly... to be only to be in it. Sorry, let's get this out. Yeah, go for it. For him to only be in it for like ten seconds. Yeah. Just to, you had like there's a ten percent chance he'd be like, yeah, you know what. He didn't get a very good reception. Mm. Like, fuck off, Johnny. Yeah. We'll mm-hmm. get someone else. I in. mean, and it would look a little bit silly, maybe. But like, just to go full steam ahead, I assume he's going to be in all four, like the rest of the movies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now it's just like, ugh, get his stupid bleached hair and, and his weird oh, different eyes. God. Yeah. I would say, like, if you think about, it, like, they didn't cast Voldemort till movie four. Mm. Like, the first time we saw him, it was just like CGI. Yeah. And a gun. I mean, there was a stuff. guy cast as him, but like. 
And yeah, but it was it was it. but it was also like it was wasn't like it was his face in the back of someone else's head, so it wasn't a defined yeah. shape. Yeah. Like, um, <coughs> I wish they I, had swapped around. I just wish they hadn't of um, done it in America. To be honest, like that yeah. period of time in America is cool, but so was London. Like, keep it British. Like, keep an all British cast. Yeah. I would. Um, I would have preferred an all British. Yeah, like, and Grindelwald should have been British. Like, why is an American guy playing Grindelwald? Yeah. Or, like, German or something. Like, it sounds more yeah. like Grindelwald. Or he's, like, Belgian yeah, he or Dutch or something. Yeah, because he went to Durmstrang. Did you know, so oh, he's supposed to be, like, you know, German. You know who should be in Grindelwald? Mm. And this is my go-to for everyone. Like, every villain. Christoph Waltz. Yeah! But he would have been too, yeah. too old. Yeah, too old. Yeah, but magic. that he would have done. Oh, he would have done. Like, he's my, he, like, he's my choice for every villain. Yeah. Like, Doctor Doom. Mm. Next time they do Fantastic Four. Make him <laughs> Doctor Doom. Like, yeah. he's just so good. Um... I guess that means, guys, it's time for a little trash. A little, a little... trailer trash. Listen to all that trash and some icing that fell on the ground or the table. Luna is enjoying it. <laughs> Luna's responding to her. She thinks it's a toy. Yeah. And it is, but not for her. Um, four trailers in the last week, guys. I'll knock them out, and if you've seen them, chime in. And if you have anything else to add, let me know as well. Our first trailer that came out last week was the Deadpool 2 trailer. The Bob yep. Ross one? The Bob Ross yeah, one, yeah. that was very funny. It's, it's a lot of fun. Um, <laughs> and they actually show you like, a bunch of footage like crammed in that very yeah. last like few seconds. Um, essentially, we can watch it later, but they just had Deadpool with like a Bob Ross wig and just painting oh, like, the whole time. Yeah. And he's doing it in fresh. He's just like, this is your happy place. Slash <laughs> yeah. the brush, yeah. like that. <laughs> um, I can't wait for that movie. I yeah. think Deadpool 2 is going to be good. I'm looking forward to all the X-Men films next year, actually. Um, oh, there's a little... Pastry near the mic. I don't want a flaky recording, so... <laughs> oh, bravo. <laughs> uh, the next trailer that dropped was just a tease, um, but still kind of cool. Incredibles 2 dropped their first teaser trailer. I haven't seen the first one. You first, the first Incredibles, Incredibles or the first trailer? Both. Um, it's... Oh, you got to watch Incredibles. It's, it's probably, good. It's probably yeah. my favourite Pixar film. Really? Yeah, it's really good. Uh, and this was before I was a big superhero guy as well. Um, it's, but it's awesome. Um, then this morning they dropped the second trailer for Peter Rabbit, starring oh, James Corden, mm. and Rose Byrne and Donald Gleeson, and it looks like a lot of fun. I know that I'm going to cry during that movie. Yeah. I can tell. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the last trailer that dropped um, was the Disney movie for next March, A Wrinkle in Time. Oh, yeah. Which is based on a book, and it's mm. about, I guess, like this girl whose father disappears, and I don't know whether she's bending the universe or using time travel, but yeah. essentially she goes into kind of like this... Um, Wizard of Oz style land, except I don't think it's all a dream at the end. I think it's like legitimately mm. like a a real place. But um, I'm just looking it up now. <laughs> it's got Mindy uh, Mindy Kaling in it. Oh, is um, it? Chris Pine. Chris Pine. Yeah, she play, he plays the dad. Oprah's in it, but she actually like seems kind of interesting in it. So Reese is in it. Hmm. Reese Witherspoon. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of Reese Witherspoon, but she actually looked pretty entertaining in this as well. So. Zachary Galifianakis. Yeah, he was actually really funny in the trailer. Yeah. So, I mean, Disney know what they're doing. Like they Daniel McPherson. Is he from uh, Neighbours? <laughs> yeah. Well, and he was in the Bill after that. Oh, remember this guy? Yeah, yeah, I remember him. I always thought he was related to Elle McPherson. Wasn't he always hosting like game shows and stuff as well? Yeah. Like, he, mm. he when he failed at acting overseas, he came back to be one of our TV personalities. You know how? Oh, Dancing with the Stars or something. Yeah, it's just what like, a champion. It's basically like saying, look. I still want to be on TV. Yeah. Uh, just hire me for something. It's like how Axel Whitehead, the guy from Australian Idol, 
He had a song called I Don't Do Surprises. Yeah. No. No. Shit. (laughs) Um, And he is the game show host for that really shit show, The Wall. Have you seen it? it? It's, it's like Game of Thrones. It's, I wish. It's so bizarre. It's. Yeah. I'll explain it to you later. It's the most bizarre yeah. thing. I just turn it off. I'm really warm. Oh my god. Okay, we'll leave it off. Put a towel on. So what? It's room temperature. <laughs> yeah, a room in hell maybe. <laughs> You're uh, insane. No, I'm just fat. Um, <laughs> what about that other Australian classic song, Wasabi by Lee Harding? Yeah. Wasabi. <laughs> well, that's accurate. Yeah. Um, it is. That's it for the trailers, I guess. Guys, we're blazing through this episode. I said that we are over half an hour in already. What's, what, um... I can't even remember the trailers for Justice League. What was... Um... I feel like we actually saw it at your local one. There's a lot of... Come together. Yeah, there was the... There was, I don't remember any... Excuse my phone. Ooh. A lot of them were, um... The first one was the Comic-Con footage. And it was like... Uh, it had the Watch Shop's Icky Thump song to it. And he's like, oh, the courier, here you can talk to fish. Um, and it was like him going, like it was him just going around and like meeting everyone. Oh, yeah, sorry, no, you misunderstood uh, my question. I didn't mean what trailers came oh, out for Justice League. Oh, what trailers were in front of Justice yeah, League? Yeah, sorry, yeah. Star oh. Wars? Star Wars. Yeah, we got Star Wars. And what was the other one? It was like a kid's one, I think. Uh, I don't remember. Yeah, I can't remember now either. Um, I feel like there hasn't been a good batch of trailers for a while. Yeah. Like, I don't remember there being anything memorable in front of uh, Thor either. Thor was Justice League and Star Wars for us, I think. Yeah. Uh, I was going to say, if you can't remember like the Justice League trailers, it's probably because half of that footage wasn't in the movie. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, oh, we'll get to that. Um, but yeah, there's not a lot at the moment, but we've got some, some trailers coming up. So um, all like the everything teasing next year's stuff will start to come out soon. Mm. So um, if that's it for trailer trash, I guess we'll get into the reviews. Mm-hmm. There's only one film to review this week, guys. Justice League. I've got a sneaky side review, but Justice League is the main course. Um, Would you want to do a side review first, only because um, the discussion tonight will probably lead, would just be Justice League. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. Do your little sneaky review. Okay, so I decided after seeing, I think you had rewatched or watched the new series of Planet of the Apes recently. I've seen all of them except for the new one. Yeah, so I went back to the first one, which it's either Rise or Mm -hmm. Dawn, I can't remember which, is it Rise? Rise is on the James Franco. Yeah, I really enjoyed it actually. Really good. Really great, Um, and great start to a franchise. Yes. last... Planet of the Apes film I saw was the Tim Burton one Mark Wahlberg yeah Tim Burton yeah Yeah. it's not good which was not very good Um, how good is John Lithgow as well yeah 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 Um, but I just really liked what they did with the apes particularly Caesar yeah well I remember I watched that at home with Tina and my mum because we were just like oh we'll just put a movie on and like I had that lying around Um, I chucked it in and until the moment that Caesar speaks for the first time Mm. he just says no oh yeah um, I completely forgot there was a Talking Ape film. Yeah. And I was like, oh my god, I forgot this was a Talking Ape film. This is amazing. And like, it's so, like, it's built up so perfectly and delivered so well. You're like, I buy it. Like, yeah. this works. It was such a good... And that sequence on the Golden Gate Bridge, yeah. fantastic. Have you seen the second one, Dawn? No, that's okay, so queued up. Dawn is great as well. Yeah. yeah. Uh, is Am I right in thinking that Franco's not in... He's done. Unless he's in... Unless he has a cameo in War, yeah. he's out of him. Like, he's... Which under... is a shame, because I really liked his character. Mm. Um... But yeah, fantastic. Uh, I didn't realize it took me so long to get um, what's his name, Draco Malfoy. Yeah, yeah. as the uh, yeah, little yeah, guy, yeah, with yeah. his little American accent, which is very bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's why when he's in the flash, I was like, he can just be British. Yeah. Um, yeah, but 
really enjoyed it, and I'm looking, can't wait for the next two, which I have in my possession, but I just haven't seen. Nice. Yeah, I'm going to pick up the new one this week. I think we've got a little sale coming up, so mm. I'll pick that up. Um, I haven't watched it, but I love those first two so much. I, I feel like it's going to be home runs. So. Yeah, yeah. Plus, you got uh, who is it? Woody Harrelson as the villain. Like, oh, is he really? Yeah, oh, he's like the, he's like the the leader of the human resistance and stuff. Yeah. And like, there's that really devastating moment in the trailer where he holds a gun to Caesar's head. Yeah. Um, but the second one's interesting because they're. There's villains on both sides, and that's all I'll say. Yeah. Like, but I loved the second. I couldn't believe how much I loved the second one. So yeah, great. So you're in for a good time. I'll give it seven and a half bananas, even though there's no bananas. <laughs> <laughs> uh, actually, you know what? I think Franco does have like a brief mention in the second one. It's more like a, a shout out or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But it's a really nice moment. I forgot about that. So, mm-hmm. um, guys, let's go all in on Justice League. All in. All in. All in. Um, I will let. Anyone else talk first? Because once I get started, I'm planning to stop. I'll just say that at the moment, I'm dis- I was disappointed with it. Okay. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, and I think we've said, uh, even though it's a point of difference, definitely on the show, because I don't think you liked Batman vs Superman at all, did you? Yep. Um, I really did. And fair enough, I reckon I James and I would probably be in the minority there, because I think the general consensus was like it was like messy and stuff like that. Mm. But I thought, well, yeah, it's messy, but they've gone for it. Mm. Go for it. It's a point of difference with Marvel. And now they've just tried to Marvel. If, like, I really just thought, nah, I've seen quippy superhero films. Yeah. And at the end when they defeated this really underdeveloped vil- villain. and then they're like, Spoilers, by the way. I mean, we all knew who was going to get defeated, but yeah. spoilers, we're going to go way deep on Justice <clears throat> League. So Yeah, sorry about that. Spoilers. Um then they've just defeated him, and then they're talking about, like, oh, my toes hurt and stuff like yeah. that. And then one woman's like, children. It was like, it was mm. funny. Like, that's mm. a good joke. But it's like, eh, it doesn't, mm. doesn't sit well with me in that. I went to yeah. see something a bit darker, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, yeah. Well, Justice League was always meant to be lighter. Like, Zack Snyder always did say, like, the trilogy was meant, like, because this is his trilogy. Like, it starts off with a man alone trying to take on an alien force. And then it's about Superman, like, trying to, like, Prove that he's a good person and dies for it. Mm. Spoilers for Batman vs Superman. <laughs> and then the third movie is about the team coming together and like finding hope and you know being a beacon for mm. a dark world. So I think it was going to be a little bit darker like than what we got. And there's definitely a lot of Whedon on this movie. Like he's definitely come in and like put his his mm. hands all over it um, and put some weird stuff in. Like apparently the flash falling onto Wonder Woman's mm. boobs wasn't a scene before Whedon yeah. got in there. And apparently that's kind of thing the Whedon's done a lot like, like if you look at the way uh, Black Widow is in the Avengers films compared to the other movies and stuff it's like a Whedon thing to kind of sex them up a little bit yeah. Um, but yeah but there's a there's 50 minutes of unseen footage which is apparently could very well be in an ultimate cut oh so. that'd be great but I should just say that probably sounds like I was like oh really didn't like it mm. it was I would say it's disappointing but I still had a good time at the cinema I just mm. thought it was going to like build on what I liked from um, from Batman vs Superman but... yeah Anyway, uh, take it away. Um, I re- yeah, I really enjoyed it. I I didn't love it. I didn't love it. Like I felt like it was missing something that mm. I couldn't. I wasn't tangible. I couldn't put my finger on it. Um, but I definitely, out of all the movies except Wonder Woman, so out of all the Superman, Batman movies. Mm. That one was definitely my favourite one. I like how um, everyone forgets about Suicide Squad. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, Suicide Squad. Um, <laughs> Lol. Uh, because I don't consider it part of that franchise. Yeah. 
I think that's um, what I'm I think it's I think it's because there's no Batman or Superman in it. Batman is in it. Oh, is he? Yeah, he's I in a couple remember. times. <laughs> I don't actually remember. Yeah, and Flash um, is in it as well. Um, but um, I I remember because I went into it not knowing how I would feel about it. Mm. Um, um, and that then made me quite cynical. Um, because I was like, oh, I'm probably not going to enjoy this. I'm probably just going to sit here and be like, oh, like with Batman versus Superman. And within the first like 20 minutes, I was like, I'm enjoying this. Yeah. I'm enjoying. I'm being. I'm enjoying being taken for the ride. I totally understand and agree with you with on that whole marvelization. Mm, yeah, yeah, of that's it. a good term. Yeah, yeah. And um, so yeah, I totally see that. But at the same time, I was like, hey, if it works, yeah. why not do it, sort of thing. Um, I I liked all the jokes. I certainly liked them more than I liked the jokes in Thor because they were actually scripted jokes. Um, I did see how, like, maybe there was a bit too much, a bit too many jokey, funny bits. Uh, like, you know, the Flash could have taken a couple of out. Um, Batman could have taken a couple out. Yeah. I do love that... <gasps> When he sees Superman, though, like yeah. I don't, I, I know, I know it seems either you don't like it. Uh, I love it. I think it's. it's so I think cute. it's funny, but I don't think it's in character. If ba- first of all, Batman should never smile. Yeah, but yeah. second of all, if he is. Well, gonna... he's a gun as well, and he should never use yeah. a gun. But second of all, if Batman is going to smile, he should be very like grimace, and then you should yeah. just see the corner of his yeah. mouth kind of turn up a little bit. Not just like a, oh, he's like. Cute. Oh my god! It is. Like, yeah, and like, this is and, and to be fair, this is a universe where they've thrown. All the rules out, like mm. like like the Batman vs Superman. Like they've thrown a lot of rules out, so I'm not like that was the worst part of the film. It just for me, I was like, eh, he shouldn't really smile. I would have preferred something a little bit more subtle, but it got like it made me laugh. Like, I wasn't like, this is incorrect. <laughs> <on the screen." laughs> like, I did laugh. Yeah. Just... Um, I um my biggest problems with it was Steppenwolf. Mm. Um, I I was like, why is he a CGI person? Why not get an actual mm. person? Mm. I didn't mind the CGI. I think no, I don't think it looked very good. I felt good. no. I felt Super, nothing. Yeah, well, I didn't, apparently I didn't in the really extended... care about his. What is he here for? Mm. Oh, he's here to conquer. Um, oh, this whole thing has been going on the whole time, yeah. like these historical boxes and yeah. Okay, that, so that whole aspect I didn't really. Care apparently, about. The, like in the full version or the other version that they cut out, there's a lot of backstory. So oh, Steppenwolf um, was exiled. No. Sorry to interrupt. I don't care about that's that's the problem. The problem is I don't care about the backstory. Yeah. They can have backstory, yeah. but the backstory isn't interesting. Yeah, well, I think it goes. Like there's a lot no of, stakes to it. Like a lot of things. So here's the stuff that was cut out, as far as we know. Like this is what's been kind of floating on the last couple of days. So Steppenwolf was exiled from Apocalypse, which is the um, planet where he comes from, mm. and he needed the Mother Boxes to get the power to overthrow the tyrant leader Darkseid on that planet. And what he used, what he was going to use to help take his planet back was he was going to use the Mother Boxes to resurrect Superman himself and have an evil Superman at his side. And that was how he was going to get resurrected and then the League had to try and jumpstart him and get him on that side, which we did see a little bit of in the film, but it was going to be very different. Um, so that, And then like we were going to see Steppenwolf not get killed, or not get taken away the way he did. There was two versions. There's a version where Wonder Woman uses his own axe to decapitate him. Mm. They cut that, but that was too dark. I would have liked that. And then there's another version where he gets sucked back into the boom tube, into Apocalypse, and you just see Darkseid obliterate him with the Mega Beams, which would have also been cool. Mm. Yeah, I think I think he wasn't a very cool villain. 
I think he wasn't killed in an in a satisfying way. Well, I don't think he's dead. Well, that's the thing. Like, I mean, that's that's the problem. Is mm. he? Is he not? We don't know. Blah blah blah. And so I that that whole side of the movie I didn't really like. I thought the actual like creatures were more scored, more more were more, more scary. scary. Yeah. Mm. Then they were um, awesome, actually. Yeah, yeah, because they looked like they would like tear you to shreds. Mm. And well, stuff we actually like did a talk, and then you see him, and you're like, oh, it's just a guy in a helmet. I was... He looks really glossy because he's CGI. I did like his voice, though. Like Sharon Hines has a great voice. That's Mance Yeah, Rader. why mm. do I use his yeah. freaking face then? Yeah. I um, we had the discussion after the film. I was like, because we were comparing it to Avengers, which is something we might do later. Um, but I was saying, you know, it's not quite the Avengers, but. Paradigms are so much better than the Chitauri. Yeah, like, in, term, in terms of like oh, mindless, yeah, yeah. like army of drones, yeah. or whatever. Yeah. So cool. Like mm. they, Tina was scared at one point. Like when he comes yeah, out the when, window. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Jump scare, um, sort of thing. Um, I love when the flash is like it's like a cave, a bad cave. Yeah. <laughs> like I thought that was really cute. Um, and um, I like. Uh, yeah, I just like the way that they all sort of work together. Um, I like how it wasn't. I like how it just basically got straight into it. Yeah. Like at no point did I feel, oh, this movie is taking too yeah. long, or they're spending a long time on this. I think they could have taken longer. It, it um, felt to me like, especially for the first twenty minutes, it's a bit jumpy. Like, just... yeah, like there seemed to be like no editing. It was mm. just like little vignettes of like, well, this is Wonder. First of all, give us some credit. We've all seen Wonder Woman. Like, mm. like it felt like that whole Bruce Bolton. Mm. heist thing or terrorist plot was just to show off her powers yeah we've seen a whole movie of her kicking ass mm. give us more Flash and mm. Aquaman or something mm. like that although I will say I did love that, that Wonder Woman scene like, oh, that's yeah. Such a, yeah. like when like they, the terrorists come in like there's only two minutes and just pans up and just staying on the statue here I thought it was great it was like a little dip of this a little dip of that a little dip of this but I think you could have taken more time but it was just so that nothing really connected them it was just it was just separate things, mm-hmm. and I thought. And apparently, again, like the extended cut or the footage. See, I was cut fine with it. I was like, mm. I, I I could see what it was yeah. was doing. I felt like it was just chapters in a book. Mm. The um, one that I feel the less interest, least amount of interest in is Cyborg. Oh, your opinion hasn't changed. No, not really. Like he seems okay. There was more of him, a lot more of him as well. Like apparently, like you saw how he got in the accident, and yeah. like so apparently, like. Um, they did show him as like a football player for the Gotham City University or whatever and he's driving home after the game with his mum and like just kind of angry that his dad never makes time for him to like go see him at, in, like in sports or whatever and he gets them into a car accident she dies and he survives but only through the use of the mother box mm. which turns him into a cyborg mm. and then that gives him like some more emotional weight as well. Yeah. I also don't know how interested I am in Aquaman. I thought he was fine but I feel like... He's been oversold. Everyone's like, Aquaman's the best. And I watched, I'm like, Aquaman's cool, but... Aquaman is still Aquaman. No, not even that. Like, I'm... Because I, I disagree with that. People are like, Aquaman's a boring character, a stupid character. I like Aquaman as a character. I think he's a cool character. I just don't think there was enough for him to do. Like, he was barely in the water in yeah. that movie. Like... Yeah, and it's like, does he control water? Yes. Does he... Because, like, when it had the one part where he was controlling water... Didn't look like he was doing a very good job. No, so he's not... So, and they did say this as well. Like, um, Jason Momoa did say this before the movie came out. It's like, the version of Aquaman you're going to see in this is not the Aquaman you're used to. Like, he doesn't have control of his powers and stuff yet. Like, he's basically just found out recently that he's an Atlantean. So, like, he so has... what the, was he before? Well, like, so Aquaman's... A human. Aquaman's story is that his mother, the Queen of Atlantis, uh, had an affair with a, 
a land dweller, like a regular yeah. a regular man. And she gave him, she made the man take him and protect him on the land because the Atlanteans would come and hunt and kill him because they uh, don't okay. like surface dwellers. Yeah. Um, but then after his dad dies, he was, you know, he ends up finding out that he's from Atlantis. And so he wasn't just like in the ocean wandering around and no, no. being like, oh, I'm an Atlantean. No, he didn't like get powers from like a rock yeah. or something. Like he is like from Atlantis or he has Atlantean blood in him. Which you do hear a little bit of him and Mira talking about, mm. but again, a lot of stuff from that scene was taken out. Like, there's probably, I don't need all 50 minutes, but I could have done another half an hour, yeah. like just to flesh some stuff out. So I read uh, subsequently that uh, they were under strict instructions that had to be under two hours. The producer, and apparently that producer, people are trying to get that producer fired now. Yeah. So. yeah. Can I have some water, please? Yeah. Um, and I think that is a bit of a handcuff in this. It just felt to me like. You know, just like yeah, I know, and I, I know that the criticism in the past of DC's films is they have been too long, but that's because a lot of them are origin movies. Mm. It's like you don't need like we get it, like but, the but team... there's, a, and there's also a difference between a movie being long and feeling long mm. with the editing and the pacing. Yeah, definitely. Um, but this felt quick. Like there was never a minute where I was bored or I felt mm. it was slow. Like, which I guess we'll segue into my review now. Before the movie started, and Tina will attest this, I was sitting there, I was so nervous. I was like. What if this sucks? Like, because I was like, I've been pumped all week. Mental reviews were coming out. I was getting the same reviews as Batman vs Superman, same reviews as Suicide Squad. I was just like, oh, no, like maybe it's not going to be good. So I think I did that Suicide Squad thing where I lowered my expectations from minute one. Like I dug it. Like it's definitely got problems, but I don't understand why it's being criticized so hard. Like that is a mainstream film. That is a. It is an Avenger. It's the Avengers. Just with less character development, like with a little bit less story development. There's, they're almost the same. Like Tina and I were running through. Actually, I'll say that for later. I'll show the parallels between the DC movies <laughs> and the Marvel movies later. It's crazy. But to me, I'm like, this movie works. Like for the general audience, there should be no problems. I don't know why it made as little money as it did over the weekend. Like this should be a success. That opening scene with Batman is one of my favorite things. Like seeing him like swinging down from the rooftop, like mm. hanging the guy over the edge, yeah. like. That was all cool. After that, though, Batman be kind of became the least interesting character for me. Like, he never really did anything mm. kind of cool after that. Um, all the Wonder Woman stuff is really good. The Flash, I really dug. Seeing him, like, visit his dad in prison, like, was perfect. Like, like, I was going to say, like, you don't leave a story like that and cast Billy Crud up without having, like, a strong idea of where the movie's going to go. Yeah, like, that was really cool. So I'm really <laughs> looking forward to seeing more Flash in this universe. Um... I actually really did like Cyborg, because Cyborg's one of those characters... I don't mind him. Um, oh, no, I'm not saying, I'm just saying, but I'm saying personally, I really liked mm. him. Because for me, in the comics as well, character I play care a little bit less about, like, it's just not that interesting to me, but I thought Ray Fisher um, did a really good job of, like, bringing some, like, emotion to it and, like, some depth to the character. This is hands down my favourite Superman um, mm. out of all the films. Like, I like him in Man of Steel, I like him in Batman vs Superman, but this is... This is Superman who likes being Superman, yeah. like... When he's just like, I'm also a fan of justice. And yeah. he punches the guy. Yeah. Like, there was a point, and again, like when he's like he flies down, he's like, this guy bothering you and punches yeah. Steppenwolf. I go, yes! Like, I cheered in the cinema. <laughs> like, I just got so into it. Um, freeze breath, we got to see for the first yeah, time. Which yeah, yeah, cool. that's cool. Seeing him fight the league was, you know, it's kind of overdone now, superhero films, where they have to all fight. But seeing like him take on like Aquaman and Wonder Woman and Cyborg all at once, yeah. and the Flash uh, runs, and he can see him, yeah. like he's fast enough to catch up with him. That bit where he was holding them all, mm. and then the Flash was running around behind yeah, him, yeah. and his mm. eye was following him, yeah. Yeah, it was sick. 
That was really good. Um, seeing Superman and Flash racing to see who can save more people mm. was really good. And Superman just carrying a whole yeah, building. Yeah. Um, so th- I, in terms of the hero stuff, I don't think there's anything wrong. I think that the hero stuff works. Mm. Steppenwolf is definitely underdeveloped. But if people are saying that this film sucks because it's got an underdeveloped CGI villain, then why does everyone love all the Marvel films? Yeah. Because a lot of those movies mm. have underdeveloped CGI villains. And that's why we're coming down on Marvel. I like Marvel. Like I, I like both universes. There's not, no Marvel film that I hate, mm. but like Iron Man, all those Iron Man films are just CGI movies. Mm. Like um, Hulk fights Abomination, which is just like two cartoons fighting. Yeah. Um, the Chitauri, you know, they're all CGI. Ultron was CGI. Like, you get it. Mm. Every single villain just about is a CGI um, character, and some of them are more developed than others. But Marvel has a track record of not developing their villains very well. Like, they're getting better at it. Like, Vulture was awesome. Um, but even in Ragnarok, like, there were three villains in there and none of them really had that much. So, like, Surto looked cool, but I want more of him. Grandmaster was, you know, joking around, but I didn't get to see why he was a villain. And Hell, I thought, was way underdeveloped. Yeah. Like, mm. so, and that's what a criticism on thought. Like, I love that movie. I gave it an eight. But again, like, I don't understand how people were giving, like, that movie, like, tens two weeks ago. And now this movie, which... Is another team up movie that has a you know poorly developed CGI villain mm. can be tracking so low. Like it just doesn't make sense to me. Mm. Um Yeah, sorry, go on. No, no, well I was just gonna say, like, I just thought that you're right, like the, the Marvel villains are quite often underdeveloped, but that might stand out in a particular film, like a mm. Thor villain can be, because we can rest easy with our old friend Thor. Yeah. Watch mm. for fucking six movies. Yeah. This one it was just like I, we know Bat this iteration of Batman quite well. Yeah. And we know Wonder Woman pretty well by now, even though she, I didn't think she had a lot to do in this. Yeah, I would agree. Um, but yeah, I just thought everyone was underdeveloped. Like, and it, it's it's not a, I'm not saying therefore I'm off or this mm. was a, a real stinker. I'll happily get this. Like, hopefully, there's a cut that comes out with the extra like almost hour of footage, mm. and that will probably turn it into a really great movie. Yeah. But I just think, I don't know. I think the problem lies with the decision they made. You know four years ago to be like we're not going to do four origin films and then our team up we're going to do whatever movies we like mm. and that's the problem like if they had like they did Man of Steel cool good origin Wonder Woman good origin Batman vs Superman you get a little bit of Batman but it's not really origin but to be fair we don't need Batman's origin because we've seen it a million times yeah. and we got it in Batman vs Superman with the pearls so yeah. but Flash we don't really know um, I mean, if you watch that TV show, you have, know a version of him, So, you, but a lot of people don't watch that show. Aquaman has never really been represented before, and same with Cyborg. So it's one of those things where, yeah, like you don't have that first movie to show you who they are. Mm. Instead, we got Suicide Squad, which is fine, I guess. No, it stinks. Um, it's not great. Um, I, I really did enjoy that. what they're doing with Batman in this, though, in terms of like how old and... You know, I think he says at one point, like, I can barely even do this now or something like yeah. that. Uh, and we see how bruised and battered he is. That was cool. I did like that. Yeah. Um, they do that every now and then. I think they did that in Dark Knight Rises as well when um, he sleeps with Talia al Ghul. Like, she sees all the scars and stuff. Yeah. And I think that's when she figures out he's Batman. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was cool. I also really like the history lesson. Like, again, that was a much longer scene. They kind of cut out um, where they showed the first time uh, Steppenwolf invaded and we mm. saw... Zeus, yeah. like, and apparently, like, in the extended footage, it's Zeus and Ares working together, and David Thewlis came back and had lines. Oh, really? So I would have loved to have seen more of that. Yeah. That would have been cool. 
seeing Green Lantern. Yeah, I saw a lantern. Oh, there was two of them. Were so good. And then seeing the ring fly off, like I was just like, this is amazing. Yeah. This is, this is all. I thought we'd get a little sneak peek at the end for Green Lantern. We didn't. But I did like those two post-credit sequence quite a bit. Yeah. First of all, Flash Racing Superman, like it's silly, but like that's a no. Nah, that was an example of the humor I want to see. Yeah, mm. that so was much fantastic. fun. Yeah. So much fun. And the bit when he's just like when they're racing to the Pacific and he's just like, you know, he's just like <laughs> wrong way kind of thing. Um, and then the final one. So big, big spoils. I've already spoiled everything else in this movie, but this is huge. If you haven't seen it, stop it. Go see it. It's only two hours, so you can get it out pretty quickly. Um, at the end, we saw you know, uh, Arkham Asylum and someone's gone to go feed Lex Luthor or whatever and obviously it's not him, it's a, someone else has replaced him and then we find out that Lex Luthor's just chilling out in a yacht in the harbour and someone's coming to visit him and it's Deathstroke, um, played by Joe Manganiello, which we'd heard he was cast as him. He was badass mm. as Deathstroke. Like, he's got like, the white hair and the goatee and like the eye patch. He looks so good and this was a... I mean, I actually am one of the few people who liked Jesse Eisenberg in Batman vs Superman he was so much more restrained in this. He was, you know, he still had that high-pitched voice, but it was a lot more measured. We were just kind of like, you know, we should start a league of our own or whatever. Yeah. I was like, that's... They sound Legion of Doom, which is awesome. So, I don't know, man. Like, there was more stuff in this movie to like than dislike for me personally. Um, I even actually, I cried as well, like, at one point, And I didn't think I would. I was like, I might cry because I'm like, oh, no, they've got it wrong again. <laughs> but when um, Superman is Reno with his mum, it was yeah, like, played was so yeah. perfectly. Like, I just... And I wasn't like, ah, but like I was, I was really misty eyed and like rolled a couple of tears and stuff because um, it was just done so well. Like, yeah, this woman got her son back, and it was just yeah. a, they, they played it perfectly. Like, Henry Cavill is doing a great job as Superman. So, did you pick up the fact that his mustache had been CG'd out of the film? I didn't until people started posting online. Like, oh, apparently, right. the cell, apparently the cell phone footage at the start is the main culprit. Um, and then there's a bit yeah. where he's smiling and like he's got like a weird smile. Yeah, it just looked a bit off. No, yeah. I didn't know. I didn't if you, know if you watch all. it again, it's just something. And they do that. It's close ups on his face, which I would have thought you'd avoid. So like he, he had a mustache. He's, he's still got a mustache. So for Mission Impossible, he's got a mustache, oh. and that to go and do reshoots. And like, all right. Oh, how hard does it take for him to grow a mustache if he shaves it off? No, the the producers of the producers of Mission Impossible said. No, he's not allowed to, and if he does, we're going to fine you. Oh my god. Which to me, to me, I would have been like, pay the fine, don't pay the CGI bill. Yeah. <laughs> um, but they paid like to have CGI, and I didn't notice it again. Until people pointed out, I didn't notice it, so I thought it was fine. I didn't notice it. Um, I just thought yeah. something looked a little off about him. Yeah. And then when I read that, I was like, oh, that makes sense. I always thought he looked a bit plasticky as... Superman, but Superman's supposed to be. Isn't his he? suit was padded. Like, it was. There's, there's inconsistencies. No, like his skin looks plasticky. I mean, I think he's it's just like a, a perfect doll. specimen of a yeah. man, really. Like, he is a, he's a good casting choice. He's so good in it, man. And, like, again, like, this is my favourite version. Like, seeing him bring that team back and, like, mm. get them inspired and stuff. And you just. It's a good reminder of just how powerful he is. Because, like, yeah. they're all struggling, and he just comes in and smashes this guy in the face. Mm. Yeah. I, um,. Yeah, I dug it. I had a really good time with it. And the more I think about it, the more I enjoy it. So hopefully I won't have a suicide squad thing where I go and watch it again and be like, what was I thinking? Yeah, I, I'm keen to check it out for a second time. Mm. Um, yeah, I'm looking, it's definitely not a perfect film. It's probably not the best version of a Justice League film we wanted. But we got one finally. And e like even though I like Batman vs Superman, most people seemed not to. And I think this is the perfect... 
mix of what both audiences wanted. Like, this is the best version of what you were going to get mm. for people who are like, it's, you know, it can't be anything like Batman or Superman. It must be exactly like... Yeah. When you have two, like, different audiences kind of fighting and then critics and everything, and then knowing there's two directors involved in the film and everything, yeah. it's just... It was never going to be perfect. It was never going to be the best Justice League film, but I definitely don't think it's getting... Yeah, I think it doesn't deserve all the credit. I mean, it doesn't get deserve all the criticism it's getting. Like, I think it's a fun time. Um, we should probably rate it out of... Batarangs? Sure. I don't think... Is there a Batarang in the film ever? Bruce throws one at... Oh, that oh, Barry, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Cool. Okay. Um, oh, we didn't talk about that tunnel scene either. That was really cool. Like, um, that's another one of my favorite moments where Flash is just saving people. Yeah, yeah, Like, yeah. running around mm. saving people. That was really good. When he, like... Or, like I really he... liked how it was watching, like, a mini Flash Origins sort of thing. Yeah. Um, and I actually... When I first saw the suit, I was like, ugh. But now, like seeing it in action, stuff, I actually really like the mm. suit. Um, I like the the wings and stuff that it's done. Like it makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Um, and I like the one on the show as well. But yeah, I really, I really dug it. Um, sure, batterings. Let's go around. Um, I'm gonna give it. Um, tossing up between a seven and a half or an eight. I think I'm gonna go. 7.75 January. 7 3 quarters? That's it. Welcome. Yep. Welcome to the decimal yep. system. That's right. <laughs> um, yeah, I was tossing between a 7 and an 8 as well, and I think the only way to do it fairly is to do my second decimal review and give it a 7.5. I don't think it's quite an 8, but I like to watch it again before I like commit to an 8, but it's, it's a fun time. Like, I, had mm. a, I had a really good time, and you know, again, like it made me laugh, it made me cry, and I wasn't disappointed. I was just missing something, and I can't say what it is. It's probably that extra footage. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. like, uh, seven and a half batterings out of ten. I'm going to give it a flat seven, um, which is, yeah, pretty pretty representative of how I feel about it. But um, that's provisional. If I watch, I might go rewatch it, and that could plummet, or mm. I might be like, oh, I was too harsh. So, Yeah, in fact, the only scene I didn't really like, and it seems to be everyone else's favourite, so I guess I'm just different, was when Steppenwolf landed in Themyscira, and like they're chasing the box, like I didn't really like that. Scene oh, that I much. thought there was some really cool stuff, like the bit when she tied it, uh, yeah. the box up with the arrow, and she was gonna, yeah, she yeah, was yeah. defeated, that was, so she just fl- like that was it. cool. Like visually, it was, but I think to me, because like, oh, this signals the mark of the end of the first act, so that's all the intro we're going to get, and now the story's moving. I think I was just kind of like, ah, oh, this is too soon. Like, do you remember when, remember when you watched Ultron for the first time? And Ultron's there in, like, ten minutes. Yeah. yeah. That's what it kind of felt like. I was like, oh, no, we should do more, you know. Yeah. More party. <laughs> Bless me. you. Thank you. Yeah, I just felt like yeah. it came too soon. And um, and to me, it also, like, we were just getting used to the idea of how powerful these Amazonians were. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, it's like, oh, even an army of them can't do anything. Yeah. yeah. So, Which is fine, because guy. he should be, like, a strong villain. Like, that's fine. Um, it, I just, just, it just sort of cheapened the development of that. Yeah, a lot of, I've seen a lot of people complain about how weak Wonder Woman seems to be in this film, especially compared to Superman. Yeah, I was saying that. Um, but I would because also... you said to me that she's supposed to be the strongest character in the DC Universe. She's one. She she's one of the strongest characters. characters in the DC Universe. But also remember, she hasn't been training. Like she's been dormant since her movie, which is like eighty years or whatever. Mm. So she hasn't. She's not in like a top fighting form. Mm. She's been hiding as. Uh, Batman points out one point she throws him against the yeah. there, which is really cool um, but also while she's one of the most powerful what I was more kind of saying is she has the like way like way less weaknesses mm. like that's where she kind of has her power whereas Superman is a very obvious power like any form of kryptonite is mm. going to cripple him in some way but we also got a freshly resurrected 
straight under the sun Superman who's now back like yeah, and the, like he's kind of like a newborn baby like just full of power and ready to go mm. um, so that's why she struggled against him and why he was able to just kind of kick ass so easily but yeah Justice League mm. not worthy of all the crap it's getting definitely not yeah. like I, I, I still I've only seen one maybe two reviews for it and they were about similar to like what we've given it anywhere between yeah. like sort of like seven and or you know like three and a half to four stars yeah. is most of people's thing but like I, I haven't really seen it get panned I've seen a few I've seen it like quite a few because I, I did look for reviews and stuff and it seems like fans are like split again like a lot of people are like Joss Whedon raped our movie it's like guys <laughs> like someone had to finish it yeah. like it would have been nice so if it's I, all them, like, jokes about, right? it would have been nice if Affleck had done it but he's very clearly not interested in this anymore like he's ready to get out like he wasn't yeah. gonna if he wasn't gonna do his own solo film why would he like step in and take over a film that was looking to get panned already like yeah. um, Joss Whedon has a track record of making good team up superhero films like you can blame him but the people you should be blaming is the studio the studio was like we're gonna do we're gonna make we're gonna blow this budget to three hundred million dollars so we can get all these reshoots done. We want it to be lighter. We're gonna cut fifty minutes of footage out so it's under two hours. Like Joss Whedon did the best he could with what he had, and it's disappointing that Zack Snyder didn't get to finish his vision. Hopefully he'll come back for another film. Uh, hopefully he's not done. But yeah, like it's not the only people who you can blame are the studio. And even then, the studio gave us great films before. It's just it's been a little bit tumultuous there for a while, like in mm-hmm. the DC studios. So it'll all ride its course. Um, stop complaining. At least we got a Justice League film. Yeah. And it wasn't a bad Justice League film. Um, so for the topic this week, um, I didn't. we didn't do top five lists or anything, taking a break from that, but I thought we could talk a little bit more about Justice League in comparison to, or DC compared to the Marvel Universe. Kind of just a free-form discussion, but I have a few th- like points and stuff we can bring up as well. Because now that is the comparison. It's like everyone's like DC, you know, is better than you know, is not as good as Marvel, or whatever. But I don't know what that's necessarily true. So I guess I want to kind of talk about you know how we feel. Let's say this is the end of Phase One. Just open it, it's all right. Just go for it. Let's, no one it? knew what was going Do on. You know there. what that sounded like? It sounded like snoop <laughs> when he's like singing, drop it like it's hot. That's <laughs> the sound of extreme lemon. <laughs> extreme. Being poured into a crisp glass. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess like now that the, this, you know, if you want to call this phase one, even though DC aren't doing that, like it's you know four movies and then the team up film. If you throw Hulk out, the Marvel universe phase one is four movies and then the team up. So I guess we can compare how they how they stack up against each other, or whatever. So, but to go back to the point I was saying before, I was saying to you, I was like, you know, these films are really similar. Like Iron Man one is the story of a flying superhero has to stop his dad's associate from controlling technology. And Man of Steel is about a flying superhero yeah. who has to stop a friend of his dad yeah. from controlling technology. And I was like, but this is end there. Number two, Iron Man 2 is about the government being worried that Iron Man has too much power. And then a businessman and someone who was betrayed by Tony Stark's family try to stop him. And then like Batman vs Superman, the government is worried if Superman yeah. is too powerful... A businessman, Lex Luthor, and someone who was hurt by a Superman previously try to stop him. And then, in Thor, uh, an, a, a man is cast out of his family and must go through like a, a story of redemption to try and like prove that he's not as bad as everyone thinks he is. Mm. And in Suicide Squad, 
a bunch of outcasts have to band together and prove they're not as bad as everyone thinks they are. Yeah, when you put it like that. And then in Captain America, an overpowered hero with a shield finds out that there's something more sinister than World War II going on. <laughs> and in Wonder Woman, an overpowered yeah. superhero with a shield finds out that there's something more sinister going on than World War I. And then in Avengers and Justice League, a whole bunch of heroes team up to fight an alien invasion where the main alien is trying to find a box. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. And I know everyone will hate that, but that's kind of what those movies yeah. are. The only thing we didn't get for, out of the Wonder Woman and Captain America comparison was a frozen individual. Yeah, I guess so. Fingers crossed. Oh, we did have a plane that we went down, have, though. And yeah. we did have a dead individual who got... Resurrected. Mm. I don't know if it's the same as a frozen individual. Yeah, I guess you could do that. Somehow Steve Trevor survived. Well, I guess you could say the cap was frozen. Well, actually, cap was frozen for uh, 80 years. Yeah. Yeah. And one of them was inactive for 80 years. And um, who was Captain America's love interest? Peggy. Peggy. She didn't die, though. No, she didn't Peggy freeze. Trevor. No, sorry, that's right. She didn't freeze. She had her own series for a yeah. couple seasons. Yeah, 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 that's right. Um... So, I mean, that was just me making fun of mm. those two universes. I'm sure people hate that. But I guess we can just look at Avengers and Justice League. Well, I mean, look, let's just look at the universes here. I guess how do you guys feel they stack up against, the, up against each other? Because on first glance, I think everyone would be like, DC is doing terribly and Marvel did everything right. But I don't think it's quite that simple. No. And I think, you know, you've got to give, I suppose, credit at the end of the day. Marvel started this. Yeah. You know, not the whole, not superhero films in general, but this, like, uh, this cinematic universe, so they they do have the benefit then of having gone first, and um, mm. they did it very well. But they were able to just do this linear like film, film, film. Now we're going to team everyone up. Yeah. So DC obviously didn't want to look like they're just like copying carbon copy. Yeah. But <clears throat> I think. But to be was... fair, they did take the same amount of time. It was like two thousand, like in four years, Marvel did four origin films mm. and a uh, team up. And in four years, DC did four yeah. films and a team-up. Like, hmm. Just some of their decisions, I think, have been poor plotting, maybe. Yeah. But, um, I don't know. Like, if you stack them up, like, even if you go like down the line, so Iron Man versus Man of Steel, I think Iron Man probably is the superior film. Like, to me, it's just a damn near perfect, perfect film. It's yeah. not but, I don't think Man of Steel is that far off. Like, Man of Steel, I think, is a really good film. Really underrated. Like, I know a lot of people didn't like it. I don't think you liked it very much, Man of Steel. Man of Steel, no, not really. But to me, I was like, for me personally, those two films, you're showing me a film where the character is in someone I've never heard of. Because like, that point, I wasn't a comic book guy, really. I just, I knew Batman. Iron Man, I'd never really heard of. And Superman, I couldn't stand. He was just like Jesus who could fly. <laughs> yeah. And so I was like, I don't care about either of these characters. But both those films changed my opinion. Like, Iron Man, again, like, it's so much fun. And then Man of Steel, like... Made Superman interesting. They did the hardest job in the world and made God interesting. Mm. Like, someone who can do literally anything. Made him edgy, made him dark. And not too dark, like, just more realistic and gave him problems that, like, you know, we kind of all face a little bit. Mm. He's just happened to have flying people in it as well. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. No, no, no comments? Okay. No, no, no. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, I think... I prefer Superman as a character. Yes. Um, oh. To, to Iron Man. That goes back. I've just always loved, like, uh, I guess how noble Superman is. You know what I mean? It's just like, has the ultimate power. 
And I think that's why a lot of people maybe find his stories a bit boring. Mm. You just can't kill yeah. him unless you have kryptonite. Yeah. Um, I, or Doomsday, who didn't have any kryptonite, he just just, just stabbed him. Although it's well, he, he was in the like he had that kryptonite um, spear thing. Oh, that might be true. That's a good point. Um, but uh, yeah, but I think that's why I've, I've always loved Superman because he's just like the personification of good. Mm. Yeah. Um, so I prefer him as a character. Um, but I, I do. I would tend. I think that Iron Man's a better film. And I think it's hard to stack those two performances up as well because Rodan Jr., like, in any other hands, that character might not work, but mm. he just does it so well. Whereas I think maybe Henry Cavill has, you know, kind of a harder task almost because not only has that character been played before by Christopher Reeves, who did such a great job, but then it's also like Tony Stark is inherently interesting. Like, he's he was a weapons yeah. manufacturer before he was a hero. Mm. He's an alcoholic. Like, he has all these... He's a womanizer. Like... He's kind of the man that every young man wants to be, so it's very easy to be like, oh, he's you know he's cool and like he's got a flying suit, like everything about him is you know he's earned himself, like he's just you know that genius intellect and stuff. Whereas Superman's kind of just like oh, fly around and do you know. Yeah, I I prefer Iron Man to Superman, mm. um, but yeah, I've always not really liked Superman that much because I've always been like, oh, good tissues, move. Sort of thing, whereas I like the flaws within Iron Man. Um, mm. But, um, yeah, that being said, like, I mean, I never heard of Iron Man before I watched that movie. Like, before you showed me that movie, I never heard of Iron Man before. Like, to me, I was like, sounds like shit. Well, I and remember. I, it, I was like, oh, this is really good. I remember, like, the the moment that you got sucked into the MCU. Because I'd seen Incredible Hulk first. I went and saw it with our friend Matt from uni. Mm. Um, and then he was like, you should watch Iron Man. Because like, there was like a post credit sequence I'd never seen before. I'd never heard about these. And they had happened before. I just never knew about them. Um, and he was like, you should go back and watch Iron Man. Because it ties in. I was like, really? They do that? And so like, there's this cool box that I bought which had those two films in it. And it was right around the time I think Iron Man 2 was coming out. Mm. I said to Tina, I was like, I want to go see the cinemas. We should go watch it. Um, I said, watch number one with me. And Tina's like, I don't want to watch that. I was like, really? Mm. And she goes, look at those trailers. He's just like on a stage with girls dressed skimpily, dancing around. Like, it's just like, it's, it's just like that's not my film. I'm like, okay, well, none of that's in the first film. So just watch number one with me. If you don't like it, I'll go by myself. And Tina watched the first one. She's like, what else we have? <laughs> <laughs> and then so, and that's how Tina got sucked into the Marvel Universe. Yeah. Um, but, um, yeah, so it's tough. But, uh, yes, I think Iron Man is the better film, but I don't think Man of, I think Man of Steel is hugely underappreciated. And, again, he has the the easier job of playing a more interesting character, I think. Um, so then if you jump to... Uh, so I think we all agree that Iron Man is probably the best film out of those two. Yes. We don't need to rank them, but... I rate them. Yeah, I, I'd say so, yeah. Yeah, but not to, like... I don't want to take anything <laughs> away from Man of Steel. Like, I really enjoy Man of Steel. Mm. But also DC have gone with a much more serious tone. And their books aren't always serious. Like, in fact, I prefer that serious tone when it comes to the fighting. Like, like when you're, I read the comics or whatever, like those fights are way more interesting because people aren't quipping. They're literally mm. trying to save the world. Yeah. Um, but I think, yeah, Iron Man has the edge. So if we jump to Iron Man 2, we'll keep Hulk out of it. Because um, people still don't really consider that part of the universe. Plus, that makes a nice evenly matched number of films. So Iron Man 2 vs. Batman vs. Superman. We get our first look at Black Widow and Iron Man 2. We get our first proper look at Nick Fury. Um, we get two new villains, Justin Hammer and Whiplash. 
this is widely considered one of the worst Marvel films. Yeah. Um, which I don't, don't think is fair. I, I actually really enjoy Iron Man 2. And then on the other side of things, we get Man, uh, Batman vs Superman. So we get Superman back, just like Iron Man's back. Oh, and we get a new War Machine as well in Iron Man 2. And then in Batman vs Superman, we get first look at our new Batman, which I think everyone universally agrees is maybe the best Batman mm. we've ever had. Um, and definitely the best part of that film. We get the first look at Wonder Woman on the big screen ever. Another highly kind of commended role in that film. A new Lex Luthor. Panned. Panned. Uh, who else do we get in there? Uh, Doomsday, kind of, for a bit. Yeah. New Alfred. Yeah, and I think he was. I, I think he's better, actually. Jeremy Irons is so yeah. good. Actually, I really liked him in Justice League as well, actually. Mm. What else do we have in that film? There's a lot in that movie. Let's start with that. Let's yeah. start with that. Uh, I could quite, I'm sure it won't be a shock to anyone listening, I could quite comfortably say that Batman Superman is much better film. I prefer Batman over Superman as well. And I really like Iron Man too. I think it's one of those films that unfairly gets panned a lot. I think um, Mickey Rourke playing a Russian <laughs> electricity <laughs> yeah. man. I want my bird. My, my bird. <laughs> but luckily you do have um, Sam Rockwell playing Justin Hammer, who's very entertaining. Mm. Um, like he, like any film, any bad film can be immediately elevated by putting Sam Rockwell yeah. in there. Um, yeah, but again, like it's, I really like Iron Man and I like War Machine. We don't have much. We do get to see drunk Iron Man, like where he's at the party yeah, and like he, he pees, pees in his yeah. suit, but he does blow, kind of blow up his mansion as well. Yeah. Uh, we see Captain America's shield, um, for the first time, like when he's building the new arc reactor. Yeah. Um, that's, is that the film where he's slowly being poisoned or yes. something like that? Which is probably the most interesting personal arc yeah. out of the three films. Iron Man 3, they kind of cure him, which I really didn't like. But yeah. Um, but yeah. So, yeah, I would definitely say Batman for Superman. I prefer Tina. I imagine I'm going to swing towards Iron Man 2. Yes. Fair enough. Which uh, I know is the cheesier and the crappier. No, one, I don't think so. Like, I, I, just, I was falling asleep yeah. in that Batman movie. At some point, we are going to do like a DC run through, so you will watch it again. Ultimate edition, you'll yeah. be loving it. No. No. All that extra footage. No. Um, but both films, yeah, have been panned. But yeah, I definitely think Batman Superman's better. But I do like Iron Man 2 a lot. Um, actually, we get more Happy Hogan as well, which I think is good. Like John mm. Favreau, I think, is always really good. Yeah. Um, and how do we feel about the characters? I guess we kind of spoke about Iron Man. Like, I do like... I, uh, one good thing is it brings... Um, Iron Man 2 does is we get um, Natasha Romanoff. Yeah, Black Widow. And she's really good. And that's the first time we see her. Yeah. And she and Happy are like going to take down all those goons. Yeah. And she like takes down like 9 out of 10. Yeah, and he yeah. like finally finishes the yeah. first one. Um, that's really good. And there's a really great scene when he's driving her and she's changing in the back and he's just like trying to... Yeah. Mm, look, that's really funny. And actually we found out 10 years later... Or no... Seven years later, that Peter Parker's in that movie as well, in Iron Man Two. Oh yeah, that's right. He's a little, little boy with a mask yeah. that um, Iron Man saves. So that's yeah. kind of cool. Um, a completely unnecessary bit of canon, but mm. anyway. And then Batman vs Superman, like as much as many problems as that film is deemed to have, I don't think it's a bad performance in that film. Like I know people will point to to Jesse Eisenberg, but I like his Luther. Like it's not the Luther I expected, but if you're the genius child of an international millionaire businessman mm. who never had a chance to socialize with people, I think you would behave exactly like yeah. that. 
I think you would be kind of weird and like locked away in a house, mm. you know, with too much money and trying to like getting all awkward in front of big groups and stuff. So yeah. I, I think he played a very interesting take. Is it the take that I would necessarily have gone for? No, but I think that also gives him room to play with. Like you can mm. get you can get way more stuff, and we can get to that. You know, we saw a little bit at the end of Justice League. We can get that. You know, very stern. Um, more serious, I'm planning, you know, a rebellion mm-hmm. type thing. So, um, and then, yeah, everyone else, I really, I dig in that flick, so. Mm, perfect. It's it's fast, but like, every time I see it, it climbs up. It's now, like, if we were to redo our list of, like, top five or top tens, it would almost get into mine, I think. Of all time? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That is a big jump. Is it going to be, is it, does it get beaten by any Nolan films? Does it get beaten by any, um, oh, yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> so Dark, like, Dark Knight is, like. Yeah, I like that night, but I'm more of a Begins guy. Yeah, that's just wrong. It's just, <laughs> just an incorrect opinion. Um, so next we have Suicide Squad and Thor, which is tough because uh, those two are arguably, arguably my yeah. least favorite films from both franchises. Yeah. Um, definitely Thor. Yeah, I'd be. I I don't know what you talk about when you say that you don't like Thor. I love Thor. I I got a few problems with Thor. First of all. The hair and makeup is on Thor is awful. Like they, it looks fake. Like it looks like it's just glued onto it. His hair is more like uh. Actually, his hair—it's not his hair. It's his beard and his eyebrows. Yeah. It's a weird choice. I don't Let's know what they did. Let's see what I want to try and Google this shot. Um, but the one shining, the one thing, and I don't think Thor's a terrible movie. It's just my least favorite in the Marvel universe. But what it does have going for it is Loki. Yeah. Like, you have Loki, which is great. Mm. Um, and the team of, like, Selvig and Kat Dennings. I actually don't think Natalie Portman brings anything to those movies. Mm. I like her as an actress, but I don't think she does anything for those films. It's yeah. such a boring character. Um, yeah, there you go. Like, that's tough. Does look cool. He doesn't look yeah. like he does now, that's mm. for sure. He looks bizarre. I think maybe they dyed his eyebrows or something. I don't know what yeah. it is, but he just looks weird. But they also gave him the hair of, like... Eric from True Blood, you know? <laughs> and I, a little bit sort of, I think they maybe like did the cake some makeup on his face to make him look like le, like more than human. Mm. The same way you were talking about like Superman's skin in Justice yeah. League, hair looks plasticky. Uh, it's just weird looking, but um, as much as I dislike it, I do like Thor more than Suicide Squad. Like, yeah. that's a no-brainer. Yeah. Like, um, it's like Suicide Squad's got some interesting performances in there. Like, I do like... Will Smith, I think he, despite what people say, I think he isn't just doing Will Smith. I think he is actually trying to bring something to it. Um, I don't hate Jared Leto's Joker. I just don't have enough of it to mm. base an opinion. And I think Margot Robbie is fine as Harley Quinn. I don't know how you do that role. Like, Harley Quinn is so such an animated I character. I think she does a good job. I think she does it. Mm. But to me, it was just like, oh, it's her from Wolf of Wall Street with makeup. Yeah. Whereas, like... Because that voice doesn't exist. Like, mm. no real person has that voice, except for maybe the girl from Big Bang Theory. Melissa, you know, oh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who, who did play Harley in an animated film, so maybe they could, she mm. got her. I still think this gets Tara Strong. Um, I think she'd be a good Harley Quinn. Mm. But, um, yeah, I mean, that movie... I don't think I blame the performances for Suicide Squad. No, definitely. I blame the script. Yeah. <laughs> like and the script seems, and editing. Things just don't make sense. And will, do, would you blame Cara Delevingne for any of it? Yeah, she, well... I don't blame Cara for anything. I blame people who put her in films. That's true. Um, yeah, it's it's tough. Sorry, Cara. Again, we're bashing you. The city of Delavines. 
Um, <laughs> your favourite movie, Valerian? Yeah. I imagine it's going to top your list this year. Uh, it'll be in, <laughs> it's in my top 50 this year. <laughs> That's so good. You haven't watched 50 films. <laughs> like, you watch 49, you're like, yeah, it's 50. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, then next we have Captain America, First Avenger. I think it's another criminally underrated film. I love First I Avenger. I don't understand why people don't like this. And that goes up against Wonder Woman. Oh, God. True. Is the first event, is the first event the, the one, the, the Bucky, Bucky one? They're all Bucky. Bucky. Yeah. Bucky. They're all Bucky. 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 Yeah, Wonder Woman. Uncle Bucky. Um, the first Avenger, Bucky dies. He's the one, he falls off the train. Good. It's the one set in the 40s. Good. Um, I'm not talking about Bucky, like, I'm just talking about Captain America. Yeah, no, I like, I like the 40s. And I like Bucky dying. Mm. I'm going to turn the aircon on upstairs. Oh, yeah, cool. I think Wonder Woman. I agree. I do love the first Avenger. And I, again, I do think it's underrated. I think it's full of beautiful moments. Like when he jumps on the grenade, mm. when he knocks the flagpole down. Like yeah. He does these like really clever things before he becomes Captain America. Uh, he has that heart where he's just like he's always trying. Mm. Like the minute he gets the super soldier serum into him, he has to chase down a Nazi on foot. Yeah. Like... Um, I, but I don't... I think if I was to just maybe simplify it, I'd say that Captain America 1 is a really good film. Wonder Woman is, is a great film. And I also think they both have tough villains. Like, I don't. I like Hugo Weaving, but I just don't care for him as Red Skull. David Thewlis is... <laughs> I will destroy you! Yeah, it's like like, pretty, pretty... He's not great either. Yeah. Um, but at least he has... Doc- oh, I guess they both have sidekicks. Because doc- there's Dr. Poison, who's kind of cool. Yeah. And then there's Arnim Zola yeah. as well. He's just like, I will not do anything for you. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's just a little yeah. German boy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> although Captain America does have Stanley Tucci, who's great. The Tucci's loose in that. The Tucci's great. Um, but I think that Chris Pine is maybe a better love interest than Hayley Atwell, although she's... Really good in it, I think. She doesn't have a lot to do, though. They don't she? give her much to do. They yeah. give him a lot more to do. Which maybe says something about her performance, because she's often seen as like one of the better things out of that film, and with not much screen time as well, so... Yeah. It's probably a good, good thing, but... Um, but, but Steve Trevor is almost the co-lead, don't you find? Yes, absolutely. Um, whereas, yeah, it, Captain America is more about him by himself. Mm-hmm. Um, both, again, I think both those films have, with the exception of their villains... I think have really good performances. Like people keep criticizing Gal Gadot as an actress. I don't understand why. Like I don't look. I don't think she's going to win Best Actress for Wonder Woman. But that doesn't mean she's a bad actress. Mm. It's just that's not the kind of film it is. But I think that people are really unfair about her performance. Like people say like criticizing her in Justice League as well. I was like, what are you, what are you talking about? Like yeah, she's I don't, she's I don't think she stood out. She point. does. She's she's totally fun. Like it's not Kristen Stewart as Wonder Woman. Like it's <laughs> yeah. you know there's some effort in there. Yeah. Um. Is it Godot, is it? Well, I was saying Godot, and then people have been saying Godot, so I, I don't know. I'd say it, 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 it tends to vary. Some yeah. days it's Godot, some days it's Godot for me. Gal. Just Gal. Yeah, Gal. She's, She's our Gal. Our Gal Godot. Um, I would agree. I think Wonder Woman is probably a better, more enjoyable film. But mm. but they're, they're both fun. Like, you know, if you have those two rescue missions. Like, you have her... Where she destroys the church with her shield, mm. and then you have Cap like infiltrating the headquarters and like yeah. saving all his friends. Like they're both great, um, great scenes. Right? No, that's the um, pipes. Oh. Um, I would say that maybe 
Captain America is more crucial to a fr- to the fr- to setting up the franchise going forward because we Captain America for the next five six films mm. is the sort of I guess the co leader, mm. which I suppose Wonder Woman is as well, but like he definitely exerts more um, personality over the Avengers than she does over. Justice. Well, I was going to say that maybe that she's like her film is more uh, integral to saving a franchise, <laughs> like yeah. that really like brought like the attention yeah, back on the DC yeah. universe. Um, but then the, there's one thing that Captain America doesn't have, and that's the No Man's Land sequence where mm. she runs through like with a shield and just ah, so good. Um, so I think we're both voting Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. Yeah. Wonderbar Woman. Which brings us to the last film. Uh, in each franchise, Avengers versus Justice League. I don't know. That's close, actually. Avengers. <laughs> Avengers. Uh, we don't talk about it at all. It's going to run. See off. you later. <laughs> well, Avengers does some. St- I mean, Avengers introduces a couple of new characters. We get our f- we get our brand new Hulk. We get Mark Ruffalo, mm. who's fantastic. Like he's so good in it. And then like his version of the actual Hulk as well is mm. is excellent. Um, you have Loki as a great villain. Um, plus we get a little sneak peek of Thanos at the end, mm. which is nice. Um, you get an extra half an hour on top of Justice League to develop everything. Yeah. Um, plus we've met almost all these characters before, which definitely helps. And also, the, sorry to just jump to the end of both yeah. films, but the climax of Avengers is breathtaking, that scene in the city. And, yeah. And now, like, how many years on are we? Like, six years on? Seven years on? Five years on. Five years on. It's like... Stop destroying cities. I've seen it all before, you know. What I mean? Yeah, like they they got there first. Um, their weakest, pardon me. I think maybe their weakest thing is that you don't have like the the henchmen are nonsense. Like the Chitauri just aren't very good. But you do have that thing because at this point, Iron Man three hadn't been greenlit, and there's a moment in that film where the first time you watch, you're like, "Is Iron Man going to die?" Yeah. Like because he goes and sacrifices himself in the wormhole, and then Hulk catches him. You know, thank you, yeah, like, luckily. Yeah. Um, but also their fights are really well done. Like the first time, um, uh, they meet Thor, like it's after they've captured Loki and like Loki, like he, oh my God, this movie's so good. I just think about like, cause Loki goes to that, uh, art gallery or whatever and he mm. steals the guy's eye yeah. and he's Hawkeye to steal the eye or whatever. And then he's like trying to enslave them all and then Cap jumps out of a plane and I'm in flies down with ACDC plane yeah. and then like they're taking him away and you hear... Thunder and like what you're God and you're afraid of thunder. He's like I'm more afraid of what follows. Oh yeah, and Thor is... comes down and they fight in the woods, like and like the, <laughs> I'm just going to tell the whole film now. <laughs> yeah. And like the hammer hits the shield and stuff. Yeah. But then later, you have Banner turn to the Hulk on the Quinjet mm. and on the Quinjet on the helicarrier, and they're all trying to stop the Hulk. So yeah. you have them all fighting again. And then in the city, you have that like that all those awesome team ups like Cap launching uh, Black Widow into the sky. Iron Man shooting his beam off uh, yeah. Cap's shield. So many cool, like, working together moments. That's a five-year-old movie, and, like, I'm still, like, quoting... Like, I can tell you, like, most of like, the big action sequences yeah. in it. Justice League is really good, but you have way more characters to introduce, and you don't get enough time with them. Also, we didn't talk about it, but Commissioner Gordon, uh, J.K. Simmons... Yeah, that's right. Really liked him. Would have liked more. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. With hair? He looks yeah. weird with hair. I liked it. Uh, J.K. Simmons yeah. was there. Yeah, I guess you don't see him with hair very often, but yeah, I did like it. Apparently, um, well, not apparently, I do know this. Willem Dafoe was meant to be is meant to be in this film. Mm. He plays an Atlantean, but his single cut. Like, oh. and he's like the advisor who's helping Aquaman get used to being an Atlantean, 
and he was going to lose this whole scene about them talking about like how to proceed like and everyone's trying to convince him to stay and protect Atlantis he's like no like I'm from Earth like from the land as well going to help them so that's mm. a bummer um, there's still cool team up moments just not as many like you don't get as much stuff like it's like that first scene in the tunnel is more them being like look at what we can all do separately mm. like you know Wonder Woman ta- ta- uh, takes Steppenwolf head on and then Flash is going around saving people and Cyborg's like, oh, I'll take over the machine. Yeah. Batman, I can't remember what Batman was doing. Um, he goes and gets his little crawler thing. Yeah. Little, it's massive. Um, we get one hero fight and that's when they all fight Superman, which I guess isn't a bad thing. Like, you don't want to pack your team up movies with everyone fighting all the time. But it would have been nice, I guess, to see like a test of powers as well. Like, that's one of those things that really works in that Avengers film. Mm. Um, and it would have then... been nice to see one of those moments where, like, it's all cohesion. Like when you have those moments where, like, Black Widow jumps off Cap's shield to like mm. shoot and all that kind of stuff like that. Um, but then there are cool, like, there are cool things in that final fight. Like you do again, like you have Flash and Superman saving people, which is awesome. Like that's what these people are supposed to be doing is saving everyone else. Um, but I just can't think of good unity moments where they're using each other's powers together to help. I think like Aquaman. And one on one point, like kind of punching Steppenwolf around between them, but mm. it was never. Oh, she used her rope a little bit as well, the lasso as well, a little bit. I think it was a great bit when um, Aquaman had been like, was like, I don't know if he got hit through the air or something like that, but um, and then Star- okay, so we just uh, the recorder lost battery while we're talking. Um, the last thing we we're talking about was team up moments. Uh, and you were saying how at one point Cyborg catches Aquaman. Mm, yeah. And he's like, my man, and yeah. throws him. That was just fantastic. That was actually, I don't know why we didn't even discuss that in the review, because that was one of the highlights of the film for me. Yeah, and like a lot of the stuff that you saw in the trailer that kind of didn't make sense at the time, like Aquaman riding on the Batmobile, ended up to make perfect sense. Like, yeah, that's like, right. Yeah. But there's just, I think the other thing is, um, oh, and we all ruled, but we're not going to have that whole conversation again, because we lost a little bit of what we're talking about. But essentially, I think we all decided that Avengers is a better film. Yeah. Um, but Justice League is still very good, and yeah. we're not crapping on DC. Um, the, the problem with, uh, I think that I have with the Justice League film, or well, the thing that bummed me out the most, is most of the stuff in that trailer like isn't in the film. Like the you know when Alfred's like he said you'd be here. Oh, I was just about to bring that up because you know what? I, when I got out, it took me ages to realize, and I had this like moment. I was like, hang on, that wasn't in the film, was it? But I've seen the trailer so many times. So I was like, yeah. I haven't just like gone crazy. No, it's not. It. Yeah, so. That was annoying. Yeah, but like it was definitely meant to be Superman. Like, so what happens is after he goes to back to his the farmhouse or whatever, um, I guess there's a scene where like he's talking to Alfred and he's getting ready to go, and then kind of Clark gets all clear headed and goes to Alfred and gets his suit and then comes and joins the fight. Like that's yeah. what's meant to happen. Uh, apparently, there's like originally the original post credit sequences, like the Lex Luthor thing that we saw at the end, was actually part of the main story. Like that happened mm-hmm. in the film. The other post-credit sequence was two Green Lanterns come and visit Bruce Wayne. Oh, really? That's um, awesome. And like, I guess, like, talk about like, there's more out there that you understand. Like, they're setting up Darkseid and also Hal Jordan or one of the Green mm-hmm. Lanterns as well. So, um, yeah, cool. So that was kind of a very like kind of rushed, short version of like the MCU versus DC yeah. EU, but just kind of what do we what do we go with in the end? I think three Marvel, two DC. Yeah. Uh, which isn't bad, like considering like how long Marvel's been doing it and mm. how much criticism DC has been getting, I think that's still pretty good. Um, and it's tough, like the what DC ones, I think are pretty easy wins. Like 
and unfortunately Iron Man 2 what I really like is not a perfect film um, whereas with Man of Steel I think, uh, not Man of Steel Batman vs Superman I think it has a lot more going for it and same with Wonder Woman versus actually no like I, I guess like I guess Wonder Woman versus Captain America is a little bit tighter but for a lot of the things like Marvel has more hits than misses and that's mm. the problem with DC have a little bit more work to be done like even Man of Steel which is a really good film has to go up against Iron Man. Yeah, yeah. And Justice League, which again is a, is a really good film, has to go up against Avengers. Like, uh, and you know, then DC just had some 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 poorer misses. Like Suicide Squad, just can't even compete with Thor. Like the way I see it. Like as much as I you know tend to dislike Thor more than the other Marvel films, still better than Suicide Squad. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, yeah. Well, that's it. Like that's all the big. Well, actually, we've got one more big film this year. We've got Star Wars. Star Wars, yeah. Star Wars will be out in a couple of weeks. There is uh, so many unanswered questions for that. Like, uh, they have tr- like the trailers have done a really good job for that because people just don't know what... Good. I want... That's what I want. And that's what um, Marvel have been very good at with their trailers. Like, they never really revealed the whole story. Uh, I think they did too much with Thor, but I think... Uh, yes, right, with this latest it? one, but, like, Guardians, I had no idea... Um, Spider-Man, like, you know, you have a rough idea, but, like, it's, they kept a lot of stuff hidden. Um, I think Marvel are very good at that. I think DC are getting better with that. Like, Man of Steel, I don't remember the trailer. I don't remember the trailers kind of briefly, but I don't remember being spoiled. Batman vs. Superman, too many, too mm. much stuff in the trailers. But then, like, these last, like, Wonder Woman, the trailers were spot on, like, didn't reveal anything. Yeah. But even with Justice League, they kept re- revealing more and more promo material, and even though they didn't spoil things for me, um... Someone, one review I saw online was like, if you've seen the trailers, you've seen the movie. And I was like, they're kind of right. Like, there were some <laughs> things I hadn't seen. There was some cool stuff. Like, there's no, all the Superman stuff, like, is obviously hidden. But, yeah, they'll get there. Mm. Um, we've got Aquaman next. It's not for another 12 months, but we will see Aquaman mm. next year. Is that wrapped? Yes. Yeah. Um, and then apparently Shazam and Wonder Woman the year after that. So, I wish there was more DC films next year, but... um. I guess I'm just used to being spoiled to having yeah. two for the last two years. So, yeah. Um, we'll get there. Something else will come along. Yeah. I mean, Marvel will be entering probably phase four by then or whatever's mm. next. Um, I think that's going to do it for Pastor Moment. Unless you guys have anything else you want to add real quickly. No. Yep. Hey, thanks All for good. dinner, James, this time. Yeah. yeah. The chef extraordinaire. Well, mm, absolutely. The reason why I don't cook very often, guys, is because it's too good. Yeah, doesn't want to <laughs> embarrass the Don't want too us. much of a good yeah. thing. Yeah. Um, you can follow us all on social media, James Chalmers 7 on everything. Tina's Hair and Beauty Olenowski. on everything. No one on everything. Um, clearly, last week I was like, we might have a guest. I don't know when that's happening. I was talking to her again today and just, no, yesterday I was like, yeah, come review Justice League. She's like, I haven't seen it. I was like, oh, okay, well, we're going to yeah. spoil it. So definitely don't come. And Tina's going to work on her guest as well. Yes. Do I have to find a guest? No, you don't. Have, you don't have to. If you want to, you can. Yeah. But um, I'd like to get a few on before Christmas so we can get like a couple of teams going for Christmas because I'm more inspired now. Mm. Um, ever since the hope that Superman brought back, yeah, um, the man still <laughs> hope. You know, the S means hope. Yeah. Well, it's a family symbol. It's like a family crest. Yeah. Like it just looks like an S. And they that family just stole the whole concept <laughs> of hope. And the letter S. Yeah. <laughs> uh, actually, I know a lot of people criticize, but I actually like that footage at the start of the film, like mm. him on the, the phone. Like, I think they could have done more with it. Like, it would have been cool to see him land, like, whatever, or, like, do something Superman-ish. Mm. Like, not just walking around talking to cops or whatever he was yeah. doing. Like, uh, but I dug it. Like, I, I enjoyed that film quite a bit. I can't wait to watch it again, so. Uh, oh, the other thing we didn't say is, um, 
Would you go and see it again in theatres? That's the kind of thing we've been doing lately. Yes, I would. Yeah, definitely me too. Yeah, nah, I probably won't. You won't? Yeah. I'd probably give it a week or two. Mm. You know how sometimes you can just, if it comes along, you just have like a double whammy. Avengers, dead. Two days in a row, we did yeah. the same thing. We went saw we went out for to, we had Chinese for dinner. Went saw Avengers the next day. Same Chinese restaurant for lunch. Avengers, <laughs> like yeah. And I remember when Tia said, "Let's go see it again tomorrow." I was like, "Oh, maybe." And she's like, "You kidding?" I was like, "We'll see how we go." And I woke up like, "Let's go see Avengers yeah. again." <laughs> yeah, so, um, I mean, I saw Ragnarok two times in a week. You know, it was only a few days apart. And I would, if I wasn't on this, like trying to watch three hundred sixty-five different movies in a year, I would have seen Justice League today actually, because yeah. I had today off, and I was like, "Man, I should go and see." Murder on the Orient Express. I was like, I don't want to say that. Are you working? Uh, this is probably not a conversation for uh, on air. So we'll wait and then we'll discuss our schedules for next week. Well, that is going to do it for Pastor Moat this week. Uh, I'm James Chalmers. Say goodnight, everyone. Good night, everyone. Good night, everyone. We'll see you next week. <laughs>